ladies and gentlemen welcome to spawncast episode 291 let's see i know we're missing sean he, he had some stuff going on tonight i think he told people on twitter he wouldn't be around but uh max we're also missing dreamcast guy hopefully he's back soon he actually played through god of war so i wanted to well, ask him something that wasn't like spoiler related for it, but uh, either way. And then uh, Miss Click will be returning next weekend. I did talk to her. She's almost done her Death Stranding pilgrimage out there. So she will be back, but still brought some people together tonight because we had some pretty big things happen with God of War as we got our reviews that went live. Sonic Frontiers may as well be out because my entire timeline is just people with the game. I don't know where everyone's getting it, but well, okay. Walmart is shipping it out early, man. Oh, is that? I, I mean, I know the Switch version. Once it leaks online, it's just it's online. I, I get that, but physical PS5. copies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One of my one of my friends, he uh, uh, Dark, he got uh, he got it on Xbox Series. Okay. Oh, wow. So everyone's just getting it all different. It's all over. Okay. Okay. Walmart just shipped it right to him. Well, I, I looked at some of the footage because it's just everywhere, and uh, I've got some some thoughts on that. I actually want to revise my prediction for Sonic Frontiers tonight. So we'll talk a little bit oh, about that prediction. Yeah, I, I kind of oh, okay. do. Uh, PSVR two, we got that with the pricing, the launch line, a lot of stuff with that, a lot of controversy with that one. And uh, I threw this in for fun with the Nintendo Black Friday sale. <laughs> so we'll, uh, we'll talk about that, and then a few other small topics here too. Let me go around here. We got Jordan Fringe. Jordan Fringe, how we doing? Good. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Good to have Jordan Fringe here. I uh, wanted to get his opinion on Sonic, of course, so we'll, we'll make course. sure you get the spotlight on that. Resident Sonic fan here, so, no. <laughs> uh, let's see. We got Evan. Yep. How we doing, Evan? Doing all right. Have Evan here. And we got we got MVG. Hello, hello. It's great to be here. Holding it down with the Windjammer shirt. I like it. I like it. Uh, we got, got OJ Player Essence holding down the pre-show. Oh, man, it was fun. So, yeah, it was great. Good to be here, like always. And then we got Nate the Hate. Yes. Oh, good. We didn't check. We didn't <laughs> check with him. And he, we can't see him on screen. So we never know if he's actually here. We might just do that every time. We're just going to roll the dice, go live and see if Nate's here. I was trying to eat some sunflower or some pumpkin seeds and I wasn't expecting That's... to have to talk. Pumpkin You're seeds. such an old man. Every I saved year, you for last too. I, you could like get warmed up like, OK, this is definitely going to be next because everyone else has been introduced. Oh, but you could get into like some tangent about uh, the Windjammer shirt or something. So I'm that's true. That's true. Stacking on seeds. Okay. Okay. Very good. Very good. Well, you know, we'll start with a Discord question tonight. Evan, you want to hit us with one of those? Which gamer series that's stuck on the Game Boy Advance would you love to see get revived? The Game Boy Advance that's stuck on there? Oh. Well, I mean, Mega Man Zero kind of went to like they have the collection. Hmm. Mm that's stuck on the game boy advanced wow what series what series would be stuck on the advanced that i could think of off the top of my head legacy of goku metroid fusion oh <laughs> legacy of goku though can i metroid say metroid fusion? fusion metroid fusion's on the wii u What's i that? mean that's virtual console i i like legacy of goku the problem i i'm trying to think was the first one wasn't as good Boo's Fury, I, I thought, was better than the other one, but they were never like in incredible games or anything. What about, I, I'd, I'd what be about okay Kojima, with that. What about Kojima's game? We need a new Boktai Boktai game. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine? I mean, I guess technically you go outside with the Switch, so you can put it on there, put it on the PlayStation, and, and have to carry that thing outside. Uh, I, I saw someone in the chat mention Ninja Five. Why not? That game's stupidly expensive, isn't it? So, yeah, why not do a, do a fun little side project for that one? 
Hey, Advance Wars, that one's actually that we're gonna get that on the Switch soon. I I assume someday, someday. Or go, Golden Sun is another good one. Mm-hmm. We need Golden Sun. I mean, that depends on how we want to take the question. The series isn't trapped on the Game Boy Advance. Golden That's true. On the That's D-Bats. true. That's true. So I mean, I, I assume we're thinking hmm. of franchises that haven't left the GBA. That, that's what I mean. That's tough. The GBA got a lot of ports. If you remember back then, <laughs> it was yeah, it was a big deal because it could run Super Nintendo games. We we're like, this is incredible. <laughs> it actually works. And so uh, you have another Discord question, Evan. What is your favorite Christmas themed video game or Christmas themed level in a video game? Christmas themed. Oh, I, I like I mean, I like I mean, like Miles Morales, Spider-Man. That's during like the, the Christmas season, kind of right. It's the winter time. I always loved the uh, Christmas events they did in Killing Floor, just making all the zombies look like something Christmas. That was really cool because at the end you have a big Santa big chasing Santa you, Claus you with a minigun or something fall, yeah. running around. It's great. That that was I liked those holiday events. I was we would had a we had a blast with Killing Floor back in the day. It was a lot of fun. That's a good one. He's a bayonetta too, OJ. Yeah, <laughs> yeah technically, yeah. People always uh, tell me it's not a Christmas game whenever I say, hey, guys, I, I, like, I always play it on Christmas or I like, upload a video like this is not a Christmas game. I'm like, yes, it is. Yeah, it is right in the beginning. It, it's Chris. <laughs> it's Christmas themed like immediately. Yeah. Let's uh, let, let's start tonight. We're going to go right to the prop. I mean, there's there's two big pieces of news, but God of War Ragnarok is, I would say, the more positive piece of news. So we'll we'll start things off on a, on a positive note here. God of War Ragnarok coming in still at a 94 with 124 critic reviews. So I think we're beyond the time period of, is this score going to hold up because more and more reviews will come in. It, I mean, 124 reviews. It's, I think it's pretty well locked right now at 94, I would assume. Um, but that puts it right next to Elden Ring. Uh, Elden Ring's what, a 96, I think on the PS5 this is a 94. Once you get above 90, it's like, it doesn't matter as much when it comes to the different point scores, really, I think. So uh, obviously you're probably going to have God of War and Elden Ring, along with uh, probably some other titles that uh, we'll see how the jury picks on those. But I mean, these are seem to be 1A and 1B just based on critic reception right now. Um, but I I'm pretty happy it got this score because I was concerned it might run into that sequelite like the sequelitis thing that's going around right now where if uh, if a game is a little too similar to the the previous one like horizon it comes in at like a point less or something or even bayonetta i guess you could say and uh, they go it's the best game in the series and then it's just a lower score um i uh, what, what do we think though god of war ragnarok coming at a 94 right now I thought that it would get a high score. Um, I felt that maybe it could lose a point or two, but if you read the reviews, like I read a lot of the reviews, they all kind of say the same similar thing. Like, hey, the combat is really good and it's evolved. It's the same type of game, but we already love this game. So it's just as good, if not better. So I think that they default like God of War more than Horizon or more than Bayonetta. So therefore, that's the reason why it got the score. Um, that it got because it's just a better game in their eyes from the beginning. So it's going to get right around. I think they both have the same 94, right? The first one. Yeah, the first, first one was yeah, 94. First as well. one has 94. This one, I mean, it's different reviewers and it could have went up or down, but the game is really good. At the end of the day, the game is really good. Some people are a little uh, miffy on the story in terms of it not being this or that, but I mean, pacing, but whatever. Everybody always says there's pacing. Somebody will always say there's something wrong with pacing, no matter how good the story is in a game. Yep. So, um, 
so yeah I'm, I'm actually excited i'm actually excited uh that the combat is a lot better because that's one of the things that i thought was good in the first game but i didn't feel was like oh my gosh this you know i i still like like the older god of war games more you know so i'm really happy that they focused on the combat and made the combat so much better in this game and some people even say the story you know is not quite as good as the combat the combat's even better than the story so that's exciting for me at least you know because <laughs> i'm like okay great the combat has been improved because this is the second one in that line you know where mm. it, it, like i think they even in some of the reviews they said actually in a lot of them they said this is like god of war one to god of war two the original so that got right. me really excited because god of war two is my favorite so i'm like okay good we're gonna see that next leap that evolution within this type of game you know because i love god of war one but god of war two took it to like to the next level in terms of the combat in the game you know and then god of war three was just nuts so um i'm very excited very very excited looking forward to playing the game and and enjoying it and looking forward to all the cool combat moves and the, the combos and all that still would have liked to have a jump button i think that they could have i mean looking at some of the stuff i'm like dude they could have had a jump button like they really could have returns put in the game we're in the game i'm like they really could have one like the combos like there's times where you're hitting people into the air and there's yeah. all this cool stuff i'm like yo yo like maybe the third game we get a jump button but for right now I'm okay with this. This this is this is good. This is good. <laughs> what do you what do you think of MG? You're on you're on this day one. Yeah, I'm gonna pick yeah. it up. Um I, I like 2018 uh a lot actually. I thought it was mm -hmm. um well I, th I still think it is one of the best uh PlayStation 4 games. Um yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't look honestly, I haven't really watched any reviews or read much about the game. I kind of just want to go into it not knowing too much about it and the story and everything. I know there's spoilers and leaks and all that sort of stuff um but i'm happy that it got a 94 it's probably higher than i thought maybe i was kind of in the same camp as you guys thinking it's just a sequel so it may just be a little couple of points less than the original game but it's sitting right next to it at 94 and uh look i think it's it's a race between this and elden ring and honestly i couldn't really say which way it's going to go but I'm, I'm excited to play the game when it comes out next week yeah i'm at the play i'm at the play god of war but i mean i i really like god of war 2018 that was my favorite ps4 game so it's possible that it could dethrone elden ring for me right now uh just looking across what we have this year in general i mean i did take a quick look just to see where we were with if you go to Metacritic, you look at best games of the year and you look for best new games, I guess not necessarily games that are ports or like the, you know, the the special edition ones that are moved up to certain platforms. It basically is it goes Elden Ring, then God of War Ragnarok. And then you have to go down to I mean, Rogue Legacy 2 was already out, I believe. Neon yeah. White, Neon White's a 90. I mean, that that's right there. Technically, you got legend of heroes trails from zeros and 90 wow that's pretty oh, that's good not that's, a, on, that's, on that's PC. not a 90 that's not a 90 i mean the the score that's gonna get i think the switch version is at 86 so i mean how much was yeah, how many how reviews, how many reviews on that one 10 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 10 okay yeah because i was thinking i know that game it did well but i don't i didn't think it do that it didn't do that well in terms of where most people reviewed it oh yeah it's true how many reviews do you think we should have for a game before we go okay it's it, it, this is good like Probably are we looking for like 50 30 minimum to 35 40 something like that i feel like 50 minimum is the great 50. way to just like well neon white has 38 that's why i was saying it's probably close uh and then and the uh, game too so it's like you get get, get a little bit more leeway because it just wasn't covered as much uh it has 38 reviews is that on pc for the it's neon on white? pc pc yeah okay yeah. and then neon white on the switch is an 88 with um 23 reviews okay 
add them up there you go yeah and then uh, <laughs> and then i mean because then if, if you average is 89 technically like i said once you get above a certain number you start to care less about the disparity between them like xenoblade chronicles 389 uh, you you throw that in there at last of us, i don't know how do people feel about the last of us part one i don't know that's weird because that's like a the remake it, it territory thing great but i don't think it did anything to push it into that discussion to okay. game of the year discussion so then yeah. oh yeah tunic on this one has eight reviews <laughs> yeah like they well, would have to do last of us it would have to do it maybe a bit like if it did like resident evil or like final fantasy 7 then yeah absolutely you know like resident had, evil 4 is going to be in the dis if they changed the gameplay you know like in like incorporated the second game's mechanics into yeah. the first game then there's a discussion there yeah but yeah. it's really just the same game with uh, I mean, a really beautiful coat of paint, but that doesn't that doesn't. Well, then we get down to Horizon Bayonetta three, and then we fall into things like Gran Turismo and and uh, hey, Shredder's Revenge. There you go. Usually they answer. have an indie rep, so I think the neon white game could be there. I think so um, too. Yeah. That I also sense. think a game that's off the radar but could get in the discussion, kind of like a control situation or whatever, would be like uh, Plague's Tale. I know that people really, really mm, like that game. So that's that a good just, point. That could be like included in there out of is, nowhere. Isn't there an indie category specifically? Because technically, it's kind of indie. I guess it's focused a little bit, right? Um, I think there's an indie category, yes. But I yeah. there's always usually like a one indie game that actually makes it into like game of the year conversation right. too. You know, like uh I, what we have like celeste yeah celeste one uh, year we had hades one year yeah H- hades oh man that, that yep. game is really good <laughs> yep. i mean if it, it didn't win game of the year though but it got no nothing. but it was there the fact that it was there that and celeste it was like whoa this must be a yeah. really good game you know it's just being there next to the the massive quadruple a almost games and it's like hades oh look is, here's hades <laughs> hades is that good though hades is super super good I, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at this. It's I think it's going to be interesting because we still have some other games obviously coming up here. I, I don't know if we're going to I don't know if we're going to see another 90 pop up like in the 90s. That's going to have this kind of I mean, I'm curious about Pokemon. I will say that Not I a major game like yeah. Pokemon's going to be like 82, 83. I'm it's thinking gonna it's like, going to be mid to low 80s for the most yeah, part. Yeah, but... that, that's what Pokemon is going to get, which it's an improvement over Sword and Shield. And it'll be right around with Legends Arceus, maybe a little bit above that. Yep. Um, so that's not going to be there. Um, it's almost, they almost treat Pokemon like Call of Duty. Like no matter what, Call of Duty is just you know, yeah, <laughs> never gonna get too high of a score. Even if people said I love the new Call of Duty, it's like a seventy-eight or something like that. But yeah, but yeah, and you know, Activision just doesn't care because they're just they're printing money. So like, ah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, Who they cares? Don't, they, don't, they don't. They don't care. <laughs> Nobody cares either. Like people just buy Call of Duty every year. They don't. They can get yeah. a fifty-four for all, all that matters. They don't care. So Nate, what do you, what do you think about these God of War scores? Uh, I know Nate's on this day one too. He loved twenty eighteen. Loved it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they did not like well. God of War 2018. That was a great I, review. I was not a fan yeah. of 2018, and based on the reviews that I've read for Ragnarok, it's sounding like an iterative sequel. So Ragnarok really doesn't have my interest right now. But for those who love 2018, it seems like you're going to get a very worthy sequel to the game you enjoyed. So I'm happy for those who will be playing Ragnarok, and I hope some reviewer out there, or maybe someone listening, or even on the panel right now, uses the term. The Godfather Part 2 as a title for a video about the game because it's just too perfect to pass on. Um, Nate, what do you not like about God of War 2018, the new God of War? No jump button. I didn't like the pacing of the game. I just found it to be too slow. It wasn't, it's just not the game I want from a God mm. of War. 
mm. is the easiest way to put it. You want the over the top, violent, yeah, crazy, I, jumping everywhere, like ripping yeah. the eyeball out of the Cyclops. <laughs> I want what God of War was in the original trilogy. Yeah. Mm. The style that they went to is a fine direction. I understand why they had to go back to the drawing board and evolve the formula. It's just sure. not the style of game that I want. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I th I'm, I'm in that same boat. I, I do like like God of War 3, God of War 2. God of War 3 has the best combat in the series to me. God of War 2 is my favorite one. Um, but like this new direction is like, it's like, I still love God of War, you know? Like I still like, there's something about it. Even though in uh, 2018, I was like, I was definitely not as hyped as everybody else, but there's just something about Kratos and the, the, the what they, I, just something about that series I that no matter I, what, I'm gonna play it. You know, yeah. I, I played it, I played and beat every single God of War game pretty much day one like i always beat the god of war games whether i like them or not hell i hated ascension still beat it still play i'm curious you know? i am curious about atreus and obviously he's grown up he's large he's bigger now uh, he's, he's handling weapons differently and curious to see how everything comes to a, a head here with they have thor obviously showing all this so i i, I feel like that we're going to get some of those ridiculous large over-the-top battles and, and everything oh in yeah um, oh so. yeah absolutely absolutely I, and also are you gonna I, play it nate is, is nate are you gonna play the oh, game at all Ragnarok? Yeah. If I have like a friend who buys it, I may borrow their copy, but I I'm not intending oh, to buy it. Nate, have you soon. Nate, have you beaten Plague Tale yet? I am uh, I have three chapters left. You piece of shit. Get on that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had time this week to sit down with it. And then when I do have time, I'm like, do I want to play this right now? I'm like, no, nah, I'm too tired. I, I need to be a game. games, man. You're about to gain Tale. an hour tonight. Do it. There's just Maybe too many I'll games. Finish it off tonight. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I I also noticed uh, that Gene. I, I see. I was like MVG. I was being a little careful with the reviews. Didn't want to see. I didn't want to see too much. I didn't know if anyone would just randomly show up and be like, "Oh, here's one of the ending bosses. Let me tell you about this game now in the review." Uh, so I was I was a bit concerned that that could happen. But I did see Gene Park had written up some different things about the side quests and how meaningful they were in the game and how they're you definitely don't want to skip them because they'll get good rewards but also good story progress and different things so yeah uh, he said he said better than witcher 3 side quests which yeah. i really really like by the way so that that kind of got me kind of excited about the game when he said that i was i was i was whoa okay this could be really good okay so i that that's the one thing that that I was hoping they would explore a bit more because they they did sort of do that thing in God of War 2018 where they almost went to like, hey, this is like a not a large open world, but it it, it has that feeling of go anywhere, do what you want kind of thing. Um, but I, I feel like they stopped a little short of of really exploring that with with something like these side quests. So at, that's something I'm interested in. But I also feel like then it's going to end up being this 40 hour, 50 hour game just because I keep doing that thing where I'm like, oh, what's over here? But hey, if they're if the side quests are fun and interesting and they get good rewards, I'm fine with it. So looking forward yeah. to it. I'm really excited for this game to release. That is on Wednesday. So they're doing that thing where it's middle of the week, Odin's day. So uh, don't have to wait till Friday, which means that when we pick it up, we'll actually have a pretty good amount of time to play it for next week's podcast and talk a bit more about it. Spoiler free. So I'll try to, I'll try to beat it by then. Cause I, I just want to kind of want to go through it. Cause I have way too many backlog. Games. I just want to get to the end of it so I can not get spoiled potentially by thumbnails or anything else. So that yeah. I want to rush through it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's true. Getting spoiled is a problem. You know, when you read, yeah. when I read reviews though, I just go to the, like the Metacritic and I just go to like the, uh, like you click the review and it just says like a little, like 
point at the at the end they just get like the last paragraph where they just kind of summarize things a little bit and that usually doesn't do it that usually doesn't spoil anything so it's yeah i was very careful with the the video reviews i didn't want to i didn't want to oh, see bits of no. combat or video review don't no video. don't ever look at forget no don't look at any video reviews no. jordan you went on this you're on this day one yes i am I'm, okay. I'm excited for it i got the uh the yoltner edition Nice. Ooh, okay 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 uh, you know you, you you say you could have thor's hammer that's kind of cool I'm and a you digital are all about those special code. editions no you know? yeah download that's the old, i swear i would have bought it if it wasn't for that freaking download code instead of the game like the actual physical game that's yeah. the only bad part outside of that it's just, awesome they should just sold it without the game and just let people pick what pick out whichever version they wanted themselves like it's it's the same it's it's basically priced out to where the game's not included, so you can then take yeah, that money. It would just buy be like an separately. upgrade, basically. Like I'm getting the yeah. game, and I want to upgrade to the Yoltner edition. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I'd have been fine. Hey, with you know, at least I'm getting a steel book. That, there you go. So you, can, you can put your used it. download code in there. That's probably where they will put the code. So you just got to open it for That's it. one of the weirdest things ever. It's like it's a digital code, but you get a steel book for what? I, I've already. I don't. Yeah. I feel like. Thanks, the, Halo 5, for starting that trend. Appreciate yeah, you. The collector's edition should just come with the game. You've already committed that you want a bunch of junk. Like, what's, what's a Blu ray disc at that point? I mean, they're probably like, Call of Duty and putting the game on the disc. <laughs> they're giving yeah. you a blank disc. Yeah. Yeah, all all the it's the all digital people, man, that are ruining it. All digital yeah. people. <laughs> Wait, there's, there's seventy megabytes on the disc. So oh, complete wow! <laughs> you know, you know what that's that does? It's a link it to a URL. Yeah, it, it let it lets you go. Oh, this game. Okay, it's this game. Cool, we understand. Then it starts downloading. That's it. That's all it does. Oh, all right. Let's uh, let's move over to actually, Evan. You have a. Actually, you know what? Real quick, before we move on, let's say it does indeed come down to, but just based on the critic reviews and stuff, it comes down to Elden Ring, God of War. We've we've all played Elden Ring to some degree. We haven't played God of War yet. Just just blindly, we'll say what what who, who do you think wins it? Because we won't have any actual effect on the. Yeah, I guess ten percent. I think is Elden what the Ring is. What do you think Elden right Ring now? Wins it because Elden it's, Ring. it's it's more different. Mm. than okay. previous. I think God of War is going to be more easily consumable by the general like reviewership. So God yeah, of War like the Hollywood Reporter. Cause, yeah, because Elden, Elden Ring is about like looking deeply into the lore and trying to figure stuff out without too much direction from the game itself. Whereas God of War is going to be like, this happened because of this. And it's like, all right. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> people just be happier it, for it. But it's Keely. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, look at look at his whole relationship with Elden Ring. He's the one who yeah. hyped it up, promoted yeah. it, got it out there, made sure the world was hearing about this game for people who weren't, you know, into this genre of games. And you know, I mean, he I doesn't feel like pick, he doesn't pick it. I know, you. but you never, you know, how these things work. You know how these things work. You, ne I can never trust any award show. Every award show to me is is bought and you paid can't trust behind it. the scenes. You think but you can't trust my award show that I do every year? You yeah. can't trust it. You think nope. to come out and accept the award, what? like Kojima would walk out and like accept it, just to be like, why am I even here anymore? Like, what's happening? Black Kyle <laughs> Awards Kojima are completely. Might... Wait a minute, no time out. The Black Kyle Awards are completely, completely <laughs> I, I honest. I don't see a website showing the judges of the Black Kyle Awards. Where's the transparency, <laughs> OJ? Where's the transparency? Yeah, and you said you said if I wanted to appear at the awards and accept my award and, and 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 actually win the category that i had to pay you one lump sum of five hundred dollars and sign an nda and i refused so what? you know oj Show i think receipts. i think i think Post the the, uh, the black right. keely awards receipts. are rigged he so. made that up the black keely awards are completely 
honest, okay? And this mm. year, it's going to be fun. There's going to be some great awards handed out. Okay. Okay, let's... Right. Evan, uh, you have a Discord question over there. With the move to entirely nationwide online shops, auction sites, and the rise of the resellers on YouTube, are mom-and-pop shops just a dinosaur waiting for Armageddon, or is there hope to survive the digital ice age? That's difficult. I'll say that. They just keep... We, I, I see them continuously just disappear, so... I mean, I wouldn't bet that most of them will stick around. Some have actually adapted pretty well to... Yeah, because uh, if, if it's a mom-and-pop shop that is also part of that digital age to sell stuff, then they usually if work I was a If I was a mom-and-pop shop right now and I was looking at the future, I would make a YouTube channel yesterday and just start promoting through that. I mean, that's what Pink Gorilla does, right? Like, they yeah. Twitch stream every day. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's another double jump a games or whatever. Like, yeah. like a, a lot of these, these mom-and-pop retro game stores and stuff... A lot of them have YouTube channels or Twitch channels where they actually either they, they either make content um, mm -hmm. to promote the channel yep. or they do live streams. And I think that's a pretty clever I mean, way. Think of... about think about how interested, like even back when I was younger, where you'd see the person behind the counter at like your local store and you'd be like, this must be an amazing job. Like they, yeah. look at it oh, that yeah. way. You can bring them into your into that life, you know, they can they can just kind of see it, whether it's through I, YouTube videos I or know. streaming. The mom and pop stores in my area, what they do, they have like the whole like where you can come play like cards like they have like the Magic the Gathering and like you can Dragon Ball Z cards and Pokemon. So they, they've all incorporated that aspect to, to stay in business. So that's how they stay in business here is like sell the cards, sell that, sell the nerd culture, sell all that crap because those guys will come in and buy cards. Then also then also buy video games, too. Yes, but get definitely embrace the digital side of things and uh hey get, get on there make Join a us. make a couple of videos see what happens you never you never know you never know you can make an entire series about your life every day at, at, at work and maybe people will go there and then buy stuff all right let's go uh actually Evan, you have one more discord question i'm gonna pull up the psvr2 stuff well in that case are we any closer to solving the glasses ceiling for these vr headsets oh gosh okay so this is uh john's not to worry about that anymore yeah, dude. I don't. I don't have to anymore. I got contact lenses now. That's good yeah. stuff. It's good stuff. But the, apparently, there's prescription things you can actually put in the headsets that are specifically designed for them to help out. Oh, for the lenses themselves. Yeah, which Ew. I mean, that's just a whole other expense. So that's kind of wild. But yeah. PSVR two. We got the price. We got the release date. We got the uh, the details on how to pre order the whole the whole nine yards. There was immediate, I mean, immediate sticker shock. 10 seconds after they announced it, everyone was like, hold on a minute. Because the price on this thing, base, it's headset and controllers, $549.99. If you want a game with it, the pack-in game, Horizon Call of the Mountain, they move it up to $599.9, and they also have a controller charging station. This would be for the, the, the touch sensors. That would be $49.99. Coming out in February. So eh, a couple like a month, two months into next year. So we're like three or four months out. And it, as soon as this got announced, like I said, people saw that price and they were like, hold on a minute. This is way more than there were people who thought this was going to be like $350 to $400. I saw this online quite a bit and I went back and listened to our podcast. 
we were pretty we were actually close we thought it'd be 500 to 600 somewhere in there uh when yeah. we were kind of thinking about the pricing and yeah, how this we would fit in because we were considering it it would probably be a li maybe a little above half the index which it is i think right index is still so, a thousand so if we want to mm -hmm. compare it to different headsets if you get an index and it comes with the controllers it's 750 dollars. they then have more stuff on top of that you can buy you so they do the, have larger bundles yeah because you have to get the cameras if you want the actual tracking there's all kinds of stuff you could pair with it right so it can get complicated and expensive the vive same deal they also have like a vive pro that gets even more expensive i believe that goes north of a thousand dollars and then obviously we just saw the 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 quest pro or whatever for fifteen hundred dollars so that i think people very quickly realized how expensive vr has gotten because when the psvr the first one came out that was 400 but it didn't come with the move controllers from what i remember so you had to nope. buy those separately and those were kind of tacked on they didn't really design the move controllers to be a vr controller <laughs> Uh, this looks like from the ground up, it's all being paired together and it's all designed for virtual reality. So the the pricing, how do we how do we feel about this? Because I have concerns about this thing actually catching on at this kind of a price, just based on the reaction where obviously the PS5 audience isn't necessarily an audience that's into the index or vibe or anything to that nature maybe the quest maybe the quest 2 or something but like this is for a lot of people a new world for them i think the price is totally fine at 550 you know we we said it was always going to be more expensive than the than the base console i think anyone that that kind of felt like it was going to be like 399 probably needs to look at the vr market in in more detail and take a look at what's out there and what specifications i mean people are saying you know the quest 2 is a lot cheaper but you know the quest 2 is is not at the same specification level as this right um but i do agree with you john i think it is a risk um selling it at, at 550 because at least the, the launch lineup looks really kind of thin as far as anything that's compelling that i, I would I, it, I would say that i want not, to buy and it's still not pc compatible so it's still not like usable oh, for your already yeah. existing library i have they did announce 11 games uh, which I have here, the Dark Pictures, Switchback VR, Crossfire, Sierra Squad, the Light Brigade, Cities VR. Some of them just look like rail shooters. Like yeah, a lot it. of them look like rail shooters. Cosmonious High, Hello Neighbor, Jurassic World, Pistol Whip, Zenith, and yeah. After the Fall, Tentacular. I didn't see anything on that list that like jumped out, and I was like, okay, I need, I need to go get this thing now. Yeah. And we know that Capcom uh, is committing VR stuff with Resident Evil, but honestly, we need that killer app. We need that. We need that compelling title that's like, oh my god, I need a VR like right now. I'm going to pre-order it. And obviously, the big elephant in the room is Half-Life Alex. The emission of the, not the emission because it was never included, right? I'm maybe I'm not saying it the right way, but because Half-Life Alex was a game that. I think a lot of us expected yeah. to be there. Maybe the deal got signed and, and announced. The fact that they it's not a part of the launch lineup and it's not even been, been acknowledged, not even like a teaser that says coming later in 2023, something to kind of just grab people on to say, hey, I need to get a VR thing before they sell out and scalpers start you know, um, trying to resell them. The fact that it doesn't seem like there's any big compelling app for this headset does make the 550 price hard 
bitter pill to swallow, you know, for some, for some people, I think it's, it's, um, you know, some people that may have thought they were going to get one, maybe thinking, I don't know if I want one now, but I'm going to get one. I'm going to check it out. Look, the reality is I'm probably going to get a, the, the horizon thing for 600 mm-hmm. bucks. I'm going to play that it's on rails. I'm going to be bored with it in about three hours. <laughs> the headset's going to go back in the box and I'm going to wait for something decent to come I out. We had, I thought we had the game length for horizon. I th- I, th- I thought somebody mentioned how long the game was and it six to seven hours. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So six to seven hours, which I, I mean, I guess for a VR game, you're probably not looking for a 20 hour experience necessarily because you might play it for the VR itself an hour or two at a time, depending on your tolerance for the headset, the weight moving around like that, the, the VR kind of effect so i that's my other thing is you're right image that is probably a game that you'll get through in a day or two and yeah maybe maybe the first day if you're really into it and really excited for it and having a good time yeah i could i could see that happening and i the thing that's surprising to me is the launch lineup doesn't have something like uh, like a like gran turismo Mm-hmm. They they had Gran Turismo Sport VR yep. enabled, so I figured, oh, they'll have Gran Turismo Seven ready to roll for this launch, and it'll just get an update, and boom, they'll sell more copies of Gran Turismo Seven as well next to it. Yeah, and I don't see that. So also, I and also, and I know this was never actually it was never spe- specified, but there's no back compat at all. Um, which is fine, but they also haven't said, Hey, we're going to bring like five really awesome VR titles forward for the PS VR two. And I'm just using like Tetris effect and maybe resident evil seven VR and, and maybe a couple of, um, Astro they, Astro bot or something like they that. Pseudo I mean, they could... revealed no man's sky too, was supposed to be like going to have an aspect for it that would work on it. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's weird. Like I, they just don't have enough, enough there on the launch really to compel a lot of people to get one. And I think that's going to be their difficult, their difficulty with PSVR too. They really have to get some strong titles in that lineup. And unfortunately, other than horizon, which is, it's going to be fun. Like you said, for, you know, six or seven hours. Other than that, there's nothing really that compelling. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you think, Nate? Well, I'm looking at the list of software that they announced alongside the pricing of the unit. And, only a handful of them actually say you can pre-order them starting November 15th. So the 11 games they announced last week mm-hmm. are not in, they're not indicative of an actual launch lineup. We don't know the launch date lineup yet. Okay. So this list could still expand as we get closer to launch or at least get more details. So right now we don't actually have concrete details as to what's launching. So we can hope that there is something more there. But to MVG's point, you would think that they would want to detail if they had a heavy hitter ahead of pre-orders going up in two weeks to give incentive to users dropping $550 or $600 on this accessory. The big drawback to PSVR 2 right now is, as you were mentioning, the lack of backwards compatibility and that we are essentially in the dark to which PSVR 1 games will be getting the free upgrade path or just getting upgraded even for a minimal fee and the fact that we don't have any details as to what software would be included in that path 
is disappointing because if you knew on day one you would have astrobot tetris effect beat saber batman vr or until dawn all compatible with psvr2 and let's say you know somewhere a 20 dollars upgrade others were free you'd at least have some understanding that you're buying this unit and you have software immediately available to you if you are a psvr1 adopter right now it seems as though they're heavily leaning on just horizon call of the mountain which it looks fine in its own right but as mvg was saying it's not really a must-have title it's more so a mm-hmm. game you buy because you have psvr2 right so it's it's just, it seems like it's a very odd rollout and typically sony is you know they're masterful when it comes time to market new hardware and you know add-ons and for psvr2 it's lacking that ambition we typically see from sony which kind of makes me hopeful that maybe they have something big just beyond you know the curtain maybe it's like a half-life alex tier game that they're planning to drop on us just ahead of launch to get people excited but it also feels as though you should have already done that you should have generated the hype and to the price point it's very competitive it's it's where it's where everyone expected it to be um, as for mass adoption, it's too high if Sony is looking to expand PS or VR to a more casual audience. That audience isn't going to go to PSVR 2. They're going to look yeah. more for a Quest 2 that is, you know, significantly well, cheaper. Apparently, apparently Valve is looking to introduce their own Quest competitor that doesn't need a PC. So I, right. I kind of thought... I know Sony wants to push this as like this powerful accessory that'll go alongside of their system and all this kind of feel like they may have had a, a shot at almost having a, another system i know i know they can't necessarily well they could try but they haven't had success supporting two systems at once but i almost feel like sony could have done their own all-in-one vr headset if they really wanted to if they were fully invested in it i think they could but what we've seen from sony just time and time again is that they bring out these types of concepts the eye toy mm-hmm. very quickly forgotten the eye of judgment which was Oh, I remember that thing. Strictly for the i2.0. I have that sealed. Sounds like a short. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have PSVR 1. It had a nice array of games, but it also largely ended up feeling like an afterthought for Sony. I mean, look, (laughs) it was what, earlier this year, late last year, where they came out with a sequel to Moss. Yeah. Released, really no fanfare to it. And that's one of those titles you would almost expect them to be out there right now saying, we're going to make this, you know, upgradable to PSVR 2. And there's just no talk of that. So there's definitely some concern with PSVR 2 that is it's going to be treated as another afterthought for Sony after it's introduced, you know, for 18 to 24 months. And at 550, that's definitely a gamble to invest that type of money if Sony's not going to treat the platform seriously. Now, I enjoyed PSVR 1. I hope to get a pre-order in for PSVR 2 in a couple of weeks. But it's definitely going to be a pre-order of more curiosity than necessity. I want to see more software that's going to be compatible with this unit. And I'm hoping for some you know, real heavy hitters. I want to see unique VR experiences. I want to see Valve commit Half-Life Alex to the platform so I finally get the opportunity to play the game. It's you know well-received on PC by the individuals who do have a PC capable of playing the game and the VR headset. It, it was pretty cool. So, yeah. Yeah. See? I, 
Evan I liked the game. <laughs> I still think the move is to is to essentially create a packing game out of Astro's playroom that's already on the PS5 and just add some sort of VR mode to it, just just to throw it in there and then show up with something like a Half-Life Alex close to launch. But it just feels like you should already have announced those details. Yeah, like, I would say so. Even with the like just using Half-Life Alex as, you know, that simple example of a must have game, there would have been no harm in announcing it last week just to give hype to the platform give people incentive to pre-order even if the game wasn't coming out until december 2023 it doesn't mm. matter you want pre-orders now you want to sell the systems now yeah. you need a game to do that based on the what do we have about 20 games in total that we know bps vr2 compatible like all in all we have maybe mm -hmm. two to three that actually really look enticing and it's resident evil village resident evil 4 has some vr compatibility in the Horizon game, it's not exactly the. I will say Resident Evil Four on the Quest is really cool. So if we get like a better version of that, essentially with Resident Evil Four remake, that that would be pretty interesting. Like I, I would want to play through that on the VR just to try. Not my first time, probably the second time through or something. I would try it, but it, and that's it, the problem is we just don't know the direction that they're yeah. going with VR for yeah. RE Four. We know Resident Evil Village is its own unique VR experience. Now, is Resident Evil 4 going to be that, or is it going to be similar to Resident Evil 7, where it's the same base game, mm -hmm. just in VR? Same game, right? Same game. Same game. Maybe. Hopefully. Hopefully. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's something a little experimental, which, if done well, could be really cool. Yeah. Just, the fact that we have no details would indicate to me that Resident Evil 4 VR could be late 2023, 2024. We don't, we don't know. And that's really hard to launch a platform with so many so much uncertainty in the air right now. Hmm. It's uh it's I, I'd like them to get creative with the VR, do some weird stuff just to just to make it interesting. And I think Evan's right. I I, I kind of am surprised there's no PC compatibility right now. I mean, people can I'm sure can probably make drivers and make it work. We see that happen time and time again. But it's weird yep. that Sony, who is pushing a lot of their games to PC, wasn't just like hey anyone on pc can pick this up look it's a better deal than the index or the vive it, it's cheaper we have these nice screens all this technology in better, there go for better it. resolution i can't yeah. i think the field of view is close i can't remember what it was it's just the frame but, rate the frame rate's a little less but i mean 120 so but it's it's comparable basically and it's yeah. cheaper and it's like look you can and and hey eventually we'll bring some of our games over like horizon and whatever else is down the pipeline and uh, you can use this cool headset so I, that's the one that did surprise me, along with the backwards compatibility. But I think Nate already mentioned it wasn't going to be backwards compatible a while ago anyway. So Nate mentioned it like a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, MVG and I discussed it back in January. So I, uh, it's going to, I mean, I feel like a lot of people who are into tech are going to buy it immediately. And then it's going to be the second wave of, uh, of buyers if Sony can hold that up or not. Because I... Like I, I, for example, like I don't think OJ's like you saw this. I, I looked at this and I said, I OJ, OJ's probably laughed right now <laughs> at that price. I'm not a VR. I'm not a VR. Yeah, he's not a VR guy yeah. at all. I mean, I have a uh, Oculus because uh, Facebook or is it Meta? No, mm -hmm. whatever. They sent me one. Yeah, you got to call Meta. They'll, they'll come for you. Yeah, Meta. They sent me one, and I tried it, and I'm like. This is stupid. I'm not going to be sitting let here me, going like this. And let me tell you one thing, OJ. Else. If you ever get like a gift card or for whatever reason for that store, get Resident Evil 4. Or if it ever I goes have on Resident Evil 4. 
Oh, you did. Okay, you do have it on VR, dude. That was that was such it. a cool experience. I mean, I'd rather just play Resident Evil Four like regular. Like I'm just yeah. not. I, I thought want, it was cool. Like be able to grab know. the gun off your hip and like hold it and like reload it. That's kind of fun. I guess it's cool in like for certain like short bursts. I think it's cool, but I don't sure. like having something so damn close to my eyes. Like that's the one thing. Mm. Like I don't like having a screen like right next to my freaking eyes. Like that's just annoying. I I, these aren't. Um, some people think I wear glass. I, I don't. I have perfect vision, but these are just like you know my glasses I wear for like computer for filters glasses, but, for like blue light. Yeah, just filters, but. I don't like having something that close and like a screen. Like I don't sit really close to my TV. I don't pull my damn systems up to my face. Like I don't, I, I've never been a fan of that. Like mm -hmm. I like sitting further away. So having that screen right next to my eyes is just, eh. I tried Sony's first VR at E3, I think 2014 or whatever. I waited in line forever, tried it. I was like, this is just not for me. So, but I, I like the specs. The specs are good. The, I mean, the price is expensive for, you know, but based off of what you guys said, like, yo, like the specs are lit. And for people that like VR, it's going to be cool. It's just, you know, yeah, it's just, it's just not for me, but that's okay. Everything doesn't have to be built for everybody, you know? Yeah. Um, maybe one of these days I'll get, maybe one of these days I'll get it. Or maybe Sony will send me one. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> yeah, they won't send me one. Uh, but yeah. Well, okay. What if? What if? What if Mass Effect has a VR mode in it? If Mass so Effect has a VR mode, I'll have to try to play. Jordan's it. in. Like, yeah, so I'm, I'm in yeah. on VR in general. Oh yeah. But, okay, Jordan, you're in on this. But if Mass Effect heavy, I'm double in. Yeah. You're you double know? in. Yeah, Mass double Effect in. VR. I'll try. I mean, I'll try to see if I can play that somewhere. You know, I'll, <laughs> I'll try to check it out because I think that might be kind of cool. I, I just wouldn't want to play mass effect like the whole game in vr would it just know? be Maybe vr over the shoulder you're just over the shoulder like pointing at things like shoot at that guy, <laughs> <laughs> i mean i do like the sense of depth that they give you with vr where it does feel like you can look around corners and stuff with it but uh, I, I will say i played resident evil 7 on the ps4 yeah completely in vr mode like oh, from wow, start okay. to finish and i didn't go was, start to finish i just played was, around with it. i was like oh, it was phenomenal like i played for like two hours and took a break came back mm -hmm. another two hours but it was phenomenal it scared the absolute shit horror, out of me especially games the, work, the first half of the game horror games work really well with it because vr is just your senses it's vision sound all that and that's what horror feeds on mm -hmm. it wants you to feel like there's someone behind you it wants that to happen so like that's, you, how, that's where vr thrives did you try gran turismo with it when they did the update for that it, at first it wasn't great because they had like the it had like one ai driver that would go against you i think they updated eventually dude that was the weirdest thing because i didn't try drive club vr i think when that came out i, I did. uh with it that, i didn't try that when it first dropped i i kind of lagged behind on that i did the the shark caged one that was weird but drive club was probably the only game i ever played where i felt like i was gonna be nauseous like dude it, it that, was that so really weird with you yeah because yeah. like when it first starts up in gran turismo the whole menu is 2d basically and then it drops you in the car and you're like whoa what hold on yeah. and then you get that motion feeling to it but it that with better visuals on the new gran turismo that that would actually be kind of cool to try out I, I yeah. just, or wipe out then you can definitely like throw in even, the first five minutes even some even some star wars stuff like do you remember the the um the star yes. wars mission the x-wing mm -hmm. mission um mm -hmm. in vr that was awesome and i kind of wanted more but you could tell it was number one they only just added it in it's an extra at the end of the game but having something with like the fidelity and and the tech uh specs of the vr2 stuff I'd really be on board with something like that. That'd be really cool. We'll see what happens. The first PlayStation VR did sell 5 million units, 
I I'm not sure how this one's going to do. I, I feel like people are a little surprised that it's more money than the console because that does look weird on paper. It's like the PS5 is cheaper than the headset. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say cut it in half. Uh, by by two hundred dollars, even the digital PS5 versus the Horizon bundle, four hundred versus six hundred. So um, it only works on PS5, right? Yep. Yes. There's yep. no PC. Yep. Not on PC or PS4. So yeah. No, yeah, it looks it looks weird. It does. I will admit. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I mean, I'm sure, like I said, many tech, many tech enthusiasts try it out. I'll get it. We'll try it out. And we'll definitely talk about it on the podcast when that comes out. And I'm sure all videos will pop up all over the place. I would like to see them, though, make a new social app like PlayStation Home. Just mm. why not put it out there, compete with their own little metaverse thing like all these companies want to. Uh, that that would might be kind of enticing to just see what happens there or it could be a disaster with how people i'm sure would interact online <laughs> so we'll see, we'll see about that uh evan we have a discord question over there now that we're two years in is it fair to say that the current generation of consoles simply don't have the power to achieve 4k 60 fps without heavy compromises uh, kind of i mean so here's the thing i'm curious about how uh forza is gonna do when that drops because that that should be a showcase game for them and i think that will be a clean 4k 60 with all they'll probably have ray tracing the whole deal racing so, game we know that he's talking about stuff like you know the next i don't know like starfield and games like that oh yeah starfield's not i don't think starfield's being 4k 60 straight up i think like, there's yeah. some tricks with that one <laughs> like hellblade and like you yeah. know, games like that i uh, that's I, I'm curious how okay how about Spider-Man 2 from Insomniac on the PS5 that'll be an interesting one too because we are seeing yeah. all these modes and a lot of these companies now especially Microsoft and Sony especially are starting to really use that uh, variable refresh rate as yeah like, dynamic resolution as well is, I don't want to say as a crutch but definitely as like a hey you might want to get a display that has this because we're going to use it a lot uh, with that yeah. 40 fps mode and uh it's just yeah it's it's all over the place right now but i mean maybe the pro here's my problem though as soon as we get pro systems if they ever decide to go that route mid-gen those will just get pushed to the brink too and we'll probably see dynamic resolution there so i don't i don't know if it'll ever end because they're this talking about conversation eight, eight. happens every single generation yeah. if you give developers more tools and but, more power they're going to yeah. want to create you know, some crazy thing with that hardware and with that comes compromises to resolution or performance. It's not that they cannot achieve 4K 60 FPS if they just scale down their vision. It's that they want to push their vision further and further. And it doesn't matter what type of hardware you give them. They're going to continue to push further and further and resolution and frame rate are always going to be the compromises that they choose to make. And with Unreal <laughs> Engine 5 coming with cinematic quality assets, like... That's, uh. You know who else I'm be curious about? Okay, so I'm talking kind of about Sony right now with the Insomniac. Uh, I mean, we heard about 8K even right now. Like, that's a big push for these video cards is 8K. And I'm like, I, I remember specifically the push to 4K from 1080p because it's noticeable you go from 10 people some people say they don't eh, you, you can tell like you it's tell. It, you can tell it's the anti-aliasing i will say 4k to 8k is not that noticeable <laughs> you kind of see it and you're like uh oh, i mean kind of i guess it reminds me of the ray tracing thing that they tried to put over for halo this week and everyone was like i guess so i it's not worth the performance trade-off i will say that so i I think this push towards 8K is almost being forced, and I, I'd rather 4K just be completely conquered. 4K 120, no questions asked, we're good to go. 
you know so it's uh it'll always be a locked 60 all these different things but not 8k i, I just don't care were, about it it's on the box man they gotta they gotta deliver it I, why did they put that on the box put 8k uh, on the box that's crazy though so for the xbox side the coalition i'm looking towards them because they seem to have become absolute experts of unreal and they did some pretty impressive stuff with gears of war so whatever they're doing, I don't know if is a new actual property. Is it another gears? They would probably be the ones that would push 4K 60 for something that's not a racing game, as an example. Their first game is a new IP. I wouldn't be shocked then if they push that. They they are very good at that kind of thing. So, uh, and they are definitely intertwined with Epic with that Unreal Engine pretty heavily. They're the ones who did the that tech demo for Epic at one of their shows. They did the Matrix. Mm -hmm. They also, yep. oh, there you go. They did the Matrix as well. So they, they've been, they, they know what they're doing. So that would be the company I'd look towards there. Or who knows? Maybe we get the Xbox Series Double X. Go on. Yeah. Or Triple X. Quadruple X. No. <laughs> don't, Hold on. Don't call it that. Hold on. Wait a minute. You have to get Vin <laughs> Diesel in here. People already have that. They used to. <laughs> 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 sounds like a marketing nightmare uh all right uh we have another one evan given how much john talks about third-party controllers i was wondering if anyone on the cast has a recommendation for a pc xbox and android controller that is not a first party xbox controller like you recommended last time look into the 8-bit doe series it's really good 8-bit the x the problem with the xbox and it's something they run into is their wireless stuff is a bit different than everyone else's from yeah. what i remember so it's it's kind of a it's actually kind of a struggle to find one that apps because i think even 8-bit doe had a wired one for the xbox let me double check because i know they, that, the on the bottom of them they usually have a switch that goes between it which sometimes changes the way it works yeah so you, either way you would probably need some sort of usb plug for it which isn't a big deal now because systems have several of them and you can hide it behind it but uh 8-bit doe is is my go-to company right now for controllers especially with their latest one which is very good so that would probably, probably be my recommendation we want to talk about this nintendo black friday thing very quickly i put it in the i put it in as a as a topic for the title because it is really funny because their their big black friday thing is once again Mario Kart. Let's <laughs> it's the go. Mario Kart bundle. Let's go. <laughs> Scott the Law's getting ready to buy all of them. What was this, How nine years running? Every year the Switch has been out, it is the Black Friday Eight bundle. Running. Hey, it keeps working. It, I change up what works. But here's Pretty. the interesting thing. Well, they no, they changed it once because they put the Redbox Switch in there. Oh. They couldn't keep doing the first one. Mm. is it i didn't really change it it's just been mario kart it's been mario kart deluxe every time it is mario kart 8 deluxe every single time every single time it's mario kart 8 deluxe it hasn't sold enough they really need to get that game into people's hands that's i'm so sick and tired of mario kart 8. i know like, i am like so sick like, i can't even stand to play the game anymore like oh that's who it should bother. Any, anyone who wants a new Mario Kart should just hate this bundle. <laughs> it's been a decade. I'm just so ready for a new Mario Kart. Like I can't even stand. I don't even. I don't even play Mario Kart anymore. I don't play any Mario Kart. Wait, I'm tired of the, all of them until I get a new one. Is it the OLED or is it <laughs> no, just the regular? It's the regular Switch. Damn. Yeah, I, I know, mean, right? OLED Mario Kart Eight. Like I'm just. I'm so ready for this game to be done and for them to move on from Mario Kart Eight. 
it's but you know now because this is being bundled with it it's going to sell well and once again they're going to be like ah, i don't need a mario Kart. look at this it sold three million copies throughout holiday no problem uh, people like people like that bundle but it's just it's just easy because it's, it's like, easy it's easy it's yeah. easy and it's the game there and i think didn't they even throw in like Three months of online. Yeah, three months of so it's like wow, three months of online plus like the game that everybody has. Yep. And, like you go on Mario Kart, there's still people playing like it came out yesterday. Like, that's the <laughs> if you're a parent, you just buy that and you're like, all right, I'm good here. Or a grandparent or something. What oh. they want the Switch? They good with Mario Kart? Here, <laughs> there you go. Dude, well done. Even the new tracks that are coming out, like I, I'm just like I can't play this. Like the last tracks that came out, I was just like, yeah, it's cool. The tracks look great, whatever. But like it's just. It's just the same game. Like it's, it's just I don't care how many tracks they add. I, I need some new mechanics. Like I need some new mm-hmm. some new stuff, man. Like I can't it's cool for people who want the bundle, but I can't believe they haven't tried any like any other game in there. Just just to try it. Just to say, hey, here you go. How about one two switch? <laughs> no, that will devalue the bundle. <laughs> Wasn't it supposed to be a new one two switch? Buy the system, not leave it on shelves wasn't this supposed to be you want to switch which they was, yeah wasn't oh, there yeah. an interview saying they didn't want to release it to destroy the switch's reputation okay. well yeah, well how about how about you drop mario odyssey in instead no that game no, sells they're like sells. no no they get money for that game. <laughs> i see that's the thing mario kart 8 deluxe still sells and they're willing to bundle it yeah that's true I feel like they just have them and they're like, yeah, whatever, just go and ship them. Out. What's more, what's more appealing to like that? The casual audience is Mario Kart. You know what's weird? Yeah. You know, I think a month ago, I saw this bundle at Walmart. Really? The, 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 yes, I, I, I think I, I may have taken a picture of it because I was like, look at all these Switch systems. Should have bought it and resold it. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, I saw it and I'm like, wow, this is still here. This is still a thing. I... Uh, I have to see if I, I feel like I took a picture of it because there were a bunch of OLEDs there and I'm like, this is odd. And that's the thing. I still see this bundle in stock at times. So I I don't know. I, I guess they just I don't know if they have them and they're just sure we'll save them for next year because we'll do it all over again. Uh, I was hoping for more creativity. Out, although they do have some other games like uh, what Zelda will be $20 off. So that's $40 now. Uh, Hooray! Club isn't Clubhouse Games thirty. That's a good pickup. That oh. on that. Clubhouse Games at thirty. All right, Clubhouse Games is good. That's a fun game. I think they have. They have Animal Crossing. I think so. I think Animal Crossing is one as well. And then they just put over all their. T- oh no! It was, it was Link's Awakening, Bravely Default Two, Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes, which that one might be the. No, Mario Party Superstars is on there too. Mario Party Superstars is a good one to pick up. I think there. That's that's a good title. And then Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, which I I don't know if that really is uh, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. I, I feel like that was Nintendo released that thing and it was going to be a really big deal. And I just don't really yeah, see that was your, talk about that it was anymore. Your next Mario Kart and no one wanted to play it. So they went back to eight. I think it kind of fe- I, I think kind of fell a bit more. Everyone realized you had to be kind of close to the remote control car and you couldn't take oh, it yeah. outside and create crazy tracks. And Yeah, there are a lot of hopes for that. <laughs> and then yeah, we found out reality. Realized it's made for children in a house, not for us adults who want to do stupid uh, things. Like most of the games, yes. <laughs> do we, Evan? We have a Discord question over there. Oh yeah, me super chats too. We got if I pay for a. I keep forgetting how to pronounce this. Uh, Udemy class on audio engineering. Will y'all consider taking it? All you MFers need to learn how to balance audio sources, especially for when Kimmerich's project is gone. 
Y'all are going to blow out mm -hmm. my car speakers one of these days. Hey, that, yeah, that sounds John. like your speakers have issues. Don't come at us. <laughs> Sorry, bud. We'll work on the balancing uh, if Evan's not here. He goes to one of those land parties again. Got a couple for more two of years. those coming up. Yeah. <laughs> How long's the next one? You think? Like, I'll be uh, back in 2024, a, guys. It's, it should year. be. It should be a week at the end of the year, at least. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ah, that's, that's like the Christmas season. The the yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Uh, you got another one, Evan? Mr. Beast is pursuing funding and reports says he's valuing his brand at 1.5 billion. What does Spawncast crew think their brands are worth? Not that. However <laughs> much it costs to get a McRib. Incredible. 1.5 billion A medium fry man. and a Sprite from That's you know, crazy. McDonald's. Uh, maybe My a couple of sweet and sour packets. A McRib and maybe Astral Chain. Like I mean, you go look at Mr. Beast oh, and the kind of the pull he has on YouTube. That. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it makes sense. But 1.5 billion, I saw that number. I was like, wow, that's, that's more than I thought even. But hey, you know, for I think he started, what, counting to like 100,000 or something in his room? I mean, you made yep. it. You made it. You see, this is from I Live for Retro. Do you think 2023 would be similar to 2017 for Nintendo with Mario, Zelda, and new hardware coming out? Let me think. Zelda? No new hardware. Yes. Mario's Mario, yes. Out? New hardware. Yeah, actually, yeah, I think so. I think we will have nope. all of those next year. <laughs> They're going to announce it, and then it's going to be 2024. Watch. They, might, they could. They But... Do, you, do I get credit then if they announce it, but it doesn't release? I don't know. They're, they're going to no, announce it, no. and then it's going to be... <laughs> it's going it to be... They're going to announce it in 2023, then it's going to release in 2024. Watch. Mm, but okay, they, they throw away their holiday? What holiday? Because the, they'd announce it in, like, October then, and then just yeah, not... Yeah, there's, there's no need... At that point, there's yeah, no need. They'll have Metroid, right? Hmm. Metroid, You're... anyone? No? <laughs> Metroid's going to be cross-gen. It has to whoa, be whoa, at this whoa, point. What, where, where's this coming I'm from? Kinda, I'm kind of. I'm kind of. A new I'm Nintendo on, Switch. I'm on Team Cross Gen for Metroid Prime Metroid's Four. Cross Gen. I. Oh. I've kind of decided that I want Metroid Prime Four to yeah. be made for a, the just, next Switch or another can't system. Just, <laughs> can't just push that out and not elaborate. The, is there something? Let me elaborate. Switch here, OLED. Here's the reason why. Let me elaborate. Here's the reason why. I think that they wanted to do a pro system. But the chip shortage and they lost their opportunity. It's already been too much too long, so it's not going to do that. They're just going to move to the next thing. Um, it makes no sense to launch the new system. If you're not going to launch it with, with Tears of the Kingdom, which they're not going to launch a new system in May, what's the point of launching it later afterwards with, without Zelda? That doesn't make sense. So that's why I think it's going to be the following year. Mm. Um, when it comes to Metroid, Metroid's been how long has it been MIA? They're clearly, re, they're, they're clearly rebuilding it. And oh, we just had a Metroid game a year ago. Yeah, that one's great. But Metroid Prime, that one, <laughs> that one's fantastic. But Metroid Prime, so they're just going to hold on to that. Why release it on Switch only when you can probably get more people to get into the, you know, the hardcore gamers to get into it if it comes out on the next Switch too. So it's already been held back this long. Why not just hold it for a little bit Here's, longer? You know, announce it, announce it in March, release it in May. Book I like the way you think. Pro so, model. <laughs> Announce, you said announce it in March. Announce it in March, it. drop it in May next to Zelda. Yeah, yes. Yeah, right, so. I'm go. telling you, there's no. <laughs> see, the reason why I say this is because we got so high. How many years in a row did we get hyped about some type of. Not enough. Right? Not enough. No, no and, it came. and then they blamed you guys. What do you mean, not enough? They blamed you. They were blaming, pointing fingers at all of you guys. So I'm here to make mm -hmm. sure that you guys. Well, not you, Jordan. But you. yes, you, 
John people were blaming you and blaming RGT and even blaming me, even though I was telling people, hey guys, like, yo, this pro thing, we, we, you gotta wait, we gotta wait and see. And it ended up being a Switch OLED. So if I were you guys, I would just slow your roll, chill. Hey, all like, I said it was gonna, all, all we heard was it's gonna have a seven inch OLED. Hey, yeah, seven I, finally, inch OLED. I finally got the first, my first OLED. Anyway, yeah. March, announce in March, drop it in May. Did you get the Pokemon Jordans? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Oh, oh there it is. I'm debating because it's like I want to play on the OLED, but I usually keep the Pokemon oh, which yeah. is sealed. So now I'm like yeah. at this weird conflict, but I'll probably open keep, it and play with it. Keep that baby sealed and just buy a different OLED. No, I feel I feel like this one's so in abundance. I feel like no one had an issue getting it. So I got I, I like... actually got one uh mine's coming next week. So yeah, I'm picking up mine next week. Yeah, it wasn't that hard. They had at first it was sold out, but then they had like another whole big wave and people yeah. were just buying them. So looks like they got a lot of them. I uh, let me see. I think Jordan. I would open that up and take a look at it because the back looks pretty cool. I will say that some of the videos that were getting posted up, the like the kind of the graffiti style on the back looks. Oh looks, no, it's looks nice. Yeah, so, at least take a look at it. Then you put it back in the box. Yeah, that's what I usually do when I get. <laughs> Value like, oh, that's dropped. Nice. There's the uh, there's the back of it. Nice. There it is. There it's it is. It's all scarlet and violet. That's crazy. Who would have thought? Let's see, do this is from T Joe says, do any of you guys play mobile gotcha waifu games like Fate Grand Order or Atsune Miku Colorful Stage? Be honest. You know it. I think people consider Genshin a waifu game, so yeah, I do. Okay, so then plays Genshin. There you go. Yeah, Genshin's I that's a world that I am never aware of until it trends on Twitter when they announce something. Then the entire like social media sphere explodes about Genshin Impact. It gets so. pretty big. We, love, we yeah. love Genshin over here. <laughs> This is from Paul Gale Network saying, anyone try Ghost Song? I have some Steam codes. I have not. I have not tried Ghost Song. Yeah, you get uh, Paul gave me one. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate it. Um, I'm not a big Steam person, though, but I'll definitely check it out since you gave me a code. This is from Khalil saying, OJ, 80 hours in, uh, Kasumi made me mad. 80 hours into what? P5R, P5R, P5R. Oh, P5R. Oh, yeah. enjoy. There's more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that game just goes forever. Jeremy says, hey, Jordan, wait, do you remember Sitting Ducks? Uh, are you, is that the, like, 2001, like, Cartoon Network show? I feel like that's what it is. I mean, I, I don't know much about it, I'm but I feel like you, if Jordan. that's what you're talking about, <laughs> uh, if that's what you're talking about, let me know in the chat, because that's Jordan. what I can think of. I think yeah. there's this show that I just randomly Duckman. Have you heard of this show? Yeah, I've Duck talked Man. about it before. Like did you did you talk about it already? I gotta find that episode. I, I haven't made it? its own video yet, but I talked about it in the creator of that show's other creation, talking oh, about yeah. him making the other show. I, so. I need a video. I need a video on Duckman one of these days. I will. I'll probably do Duckman next year. Nice. Cleo says I'm excited to watch people play God of War Ragnarok. Game isn't really my cup of tea. Oh, it's great to watch. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Axiom says, could Crisis Core Remake get a 90 grade? I I think it's going to be probably mid 80s, most likely. Yeah. The Uncharted Wolf says, are there any cliffhanger endings in games that you all like? The only one I could think of is a masterpiece of an ending that God of War 2 had. Uh, um, I like the, the ending of 1886, but we never got a sequel, <laughs> so it sucked. Halo 2. Yeah, Halo 2 is all right. Uh, but yeah, everyone always points to God of War 2 as one that they were okay with. Wasn't okay with it. 
<laughs> well, it's because you were like, what? I gotta uh, wait for the next one now. I guess uh, this one's a little weird, but like Dante's Inferno, it ends like it's gonna go to the next part of Dante's story. And Still then hanging off that cliff. Yep, there's just no <laughs> two follow up games after that to tell the rest of the uh, Divine Comedy. No. So. This is from Splubber says, John, you've said before that you eat six, seven times per day and eat 2,500 calories a day. How do you ration those, meet your caloric goals? Also, panel, scarlet or violet? Both. I'm going violet. Neither. Abstain. Oh. <gasps> neither. Whoa, neither. That's a take. Come on. How, Pokemon. How, what, is, what do you mean by, come on, it's Pokemon. What is that supposed I mean, to mean, Windjammers? It's, 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 my, it's, it's my Sonic, if you, if you know what I'm Pokemon. saying, Jordan. I feel, okay, I feel, I understand. No respect, respect. I'm gonna play Violet though, but I'm getting both. Fuck Pokemon. Okay. Over the ears. six six my to ears. seven meals a day, some of those do count like protein bars and stuff. So technically it's like four, and then there's like two protein bars. And the protein bars are like 180 to 200 calories each. So it's really like four to five hundred calorie meals throughout the day. Pretty consistently, actually. So Chief says, do you think PSVR 2 games will be $70? I'd love to hear what you guys think. Ooh. I don't think so. Well, Nate, you remind you, you mentioned it. It's $50 for Horizon technically, because that's the difference in the bundle price. Yeah, so that's the only price we actually have as far as PSVR 2 games I can tell right What's... now. Unless we look to like some of the Steam VR games that may be coming over to PSVR 2 that we can assume would be priced. You know, similarly, but it's Half Life Alex on uh, that's 60. 60. It's full that'll, priced. That'll be 60, I assume, if that came over. I don't think they'd move that to 70. I wonder. VR. It, it's already a niche market, and now you're going to charge a premium on the games. I think $50 should be the ceiling for most. I could see some, like a Half Life Alex going up to 60, but I don't think they can eclipse I, 60. I kind of feel like ever since I, I watched Sony do $70 for The Last of Us remake, I just, to me, nothing's off the table. It could be, it, that 70 could pop up anywhere. So it, I can't. It, it also depends, Nate, because something like Resident Evil 7, which had a VR mode built in where you could play through the game, that was still a full price game. So it just depends if it's an exclusive VR experience or if they actually just. Yeah. I mean, I, I assume in this case we're talking VR only experiences, not mm. necessarily a game that has attacked on VR mode. Yep. Because yeah, in that case, they would be seventy dollars because it's still a standard PS5 game. But as far 80. as PSVR two only games, I think sixty dollars should be the ceiling. Otherwise, oh yeah, really running a high risk of selling a very limited amount of copies already on a limited install base. So the return on investment is going to be minimal if at all. This is from Pyro, who says, PSVR will not do well. Look at how underutilized the DualSense controller still is. The PSVR will not be game-changing whatsoever. Let's see the games, though. And this is from Tjo says, is it me, or did Sony just go, hey, remember when Sega tried to charge full price for two console add-ons? Let's do that. Also, uh, should be pagan for all. You're talking about the 32X and the Sega CD? What? Oh, oh Zamir saying, hey, remember Sega tried to two console? I guess so, yeah. yeah. For the, yeah, the 32X and the Sega CD, yeah. Hmm. Call of the Mountain should be in for all. A pack in for all. Okay, they like merged all of that together. <laughs> Let's see. Brom says, why is PS5 VR 
so much if it used the power of the PS5 because all the tech that goes into the controllers and the headset. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. basically it. <laughs> yeah, the specs of the headset are very impressive. You're buying like, yeah, you're basically buying two small 4K screens almost yeah. that have to sit yeah. right in front of your eyes. Mm-hmm. Let's see. This is from Dyer. It says, I think they're going to lose money. Then also people are going to forget about it and lose interest. Also, Sony best move is to just stick with PlayStation hardware. Well, it's really going to be up to Sony if people lose interest because that means they'd probably have stopped putting games out for it. So that's my only concern is if Sony decides like they don't really want to continue developing heavily for it. Bongo Lover says, Nate or your proper name, Father, I can't believe you went to get milk and never returned. My life is full of lies. First it was Batman and then the direct. <laughs> Why do you lie to me again and again? Because you're not a good child and you don't deserve the truth. I'm hoping that becomes like a repeat yeah. thing from week to week. Just get more information about Nate's illegitimate <laughs> son. Illegitimate children. Luke says your personalities, insights, and a different industry perspectives make this show something I look forward to weekly. Even Max, thank you. <laughs> Victor says, would you guys play or buy Silent Hill 2 Remake and Silent Hill F if both came out on the PSVR 2? Yes. Yeah, that, uh, like, again, horror games make a lot of sense on VR headsets. I can only imagine, like, if the new Dead Space will have a VR mode. Just hear, like, weird flesh-tearing sounds behind you. Like, oh, God, oh, God. Well, it has the haptic uh, feedback on, like, the, the headset, too, around your head. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I could do some weird stuff with that. Like, kind of tap you on the back of the head a little bit. Okay, never mind. I don't want to play anything. <laughs> well, they also would have, like, the, the 3D audio going, too. Oh, that'd be weird. Yeah, I'm, 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 that would be a game I think would be really cool in VR and think, from like uh, an actual first person perspective. You think yeah. you think Kojima does something with VR on the PS2? Oh, 100%. Too? He wants yeah, to do probably. anything with anything that isn't just the system. Bossman says, "Can we get a dab from MVG?" No. <laughs> Damn. He asked Disappointment. and got the no. <laughs> Jones says, "Just wanted to shout out Signalis if you have a PS1, Silent Hill style game itch. It is perfect for that. Thank you, D Jones. Let's talk about Sonic Frontiers. Like I said, this game has leaked everywhere. I somehow everyone own, owns this game now, and I, I I I don't see it anywhere. But everyone's playing it. I, I understand on the Switch. Like I said, it leaked out, and uh, it's it's getting posted up everywhere. Things are getting spoiled. It's 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 rough. But Sonic Frontiers. I think there's a lot of hope for this game right now. I think there's a lot. Jordan left us. I think there's a lot of excitement right now because I got to say some of the stuff that I've seen. It doesn't look bad. I'm a little surprised right now. Weren't we all trashing it on the cast about two months ago? Not me. me. I I said this could be it. This could be the game. (laughs) I mean, the game's debut footage was terrible. What Sega chose to give IGN that time was not quality footage. You couldn't even... The player who was playing didn't even know what they were doing, and they really thought that was a valid way to showcase the game to the public for the very first premiere. It looked terrible, and everyone was kind of sitting there looking at it saying, what the hell was that? Luckily, when we saw it in other events, Tokyo Game Show, each session got better and better, so it led to some hype or promise of potential from the Sonic game, but we're still in that Sonic cycle where you... You hope for something good, and it's just a question of is the bend going to come around, and it's going to be, nope, it's 
another subpar Sonic, but right now it seems as though it's going to deviate. We may finally get a quality 3D Sonic game. I can't believe it. It's like Christmas. It's amazing. It, somehow we are we we go from that IGN first that I mean it just looked rough. There's no other real way to put it. It does not look great. The world looked boring like an unreal engine asset flip according to people online now we're seeing some stuff get out there where the bosses look pretty big it seems like there's actually stuff to do in the world there's been some question about like repetitive aspects to it from what people are mentioning on twitter people are basically just reviewing this game in real time on twitter right now but the game itself looks better than i was expecting so i am prepared to revise my metacritic prediction what is it but wait, what was, your, what was your Metacritic prediction before? It was mid-70s. Mid-80s? Okay. I think I'm going to go to low 80s right now. I think so. I think it has a chance. I think Sonic Frontiers is going to post a green number on Metacritic. Well, 75 and above is green. So I know. Yeah, I, th I think it's happening. I think it's going to do yeah. it. Sonic, a oh, 3D yeah. Sonic game is posting a green number. I'm, I'm going to give it a 79. 79.80. Okay. 79.80, which by Sonic standards, you got to add 10 to that. So it's like an 80 something, you know, in Sonic standards, that's it, which is the best we've seen since generations. That would be the best 3D, like yeah, new 3D let's... Sonic game since generations. There's no new 3D Sonic games recently have scored in the 80s in terms of 3D Sonic. 2D Sonic, yes, but 3D Sonic, no, um, that I can remember. I'm trying to think like Colors was not that. Um, Forces, hell no. Uh, you know, Sonic Boom, Rise of Lyric. What I have all these Sonic team? games. I've played them all. Here's Sonic, Sonic Team's Night. Sonic Team's profile. Okay, on Metacritic. Here we go. The so this would be Sonic... like all the 3D Sonic games. Oh, okay. I thought that was a game. I was just like, what the hell? What game is That's that? Sonic. <laughs> okay, so Sonic Forces was a uh, basically a, a 57 Arbage. or so. Yeah, depending where you look. Uh, what wasn't else? Wasn't that bad? Had? Wasn't a 57? Come on. It was at least a 58. Sonic Generations was a was that a high seventies I think yeah. depending on where you're looking. Yeah, I mean it's going to be better than Sonic Forces. And that, that technically they're trending upwards. Then right, that's the idea. Generations, yes, yeah, seventies. Okay, I, th I think it's going to be eighty one or eighty two. That's good, man. That's good for Sonic. That's like super you know, good. Last for time, because even Sonic Colors and that came out on the Wii was a seventy eight. Wow, this they might have it's been rough. There. Your boy Sonic's been through some things over the past. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe. I'm, yeah. I'm finally so excited for Sonic. I'm really. They happy. just had to go. This they just great. had to go Breath of the Wild to to make it happen. No, it the really developers has said nothing in common with Breath of the Wild. It's not like Breath of the Wild, according to the developers. Looks the only like thing that the only thing that's common with Breath of the Wild is the opening shot that they specifically put in the trailer. Pretty much. Looks more like <laughs> the so everything after that's just going to be a lie. Okay. <laughs> looks like so you said you said it looks like shadow of the colossus mvg there's some there's yeah. some vibes to shadow yeah. of the colossus in it i could see that look at because you have the big creatures bosses you're you're taking down like you got to run up their legs and and all of this i could see that oh uh, i i'm hopeful i am i i think we're gonna see a good sonic game and i, I'm, hope, I'm I, hope I am picking it up day one. i hope it, i hope it walks into the game of the year nomination <laughs> Yeah, I mean, as as the biggest Sonic fan on the podcast, I do think it has a good shot at a game of the year potential. The gameplay looks uh, fantastic. Oh, you know, Sonic is really really deserves a good win here, and this this is finally it. So, how 
I mean, from what I've seen and from what I'm hearing from people I'm talking to, of they're playing the game for review. Uh, they are praising the platforming aspects of the game, and there's actually a lot more platforming than they were anticipating. And right now, a lot of them are high on the game. They're very impressed of what they're getting. The only issue is, is I don't know if their impressions are it's a good Sonic game. Mm-hmm but not necessarily like a great game. You know what, you know what I mean? Like it's a good Sonic game. That's only because forces was so bad. So is right. it a legitimately good game or is it just a good Sonic game? But let's mm. assume it's a good game. The Metacritic could be coming in, you know, north of an 80. I could be, you know, 82, 83. Wouldn't really be surprising if the praise is legitimate. And I mean, it's also likely comes down to which version you're playing the switch version looks good for the switch but it is lacking in a lot of areas if you compare it to the playstation 5 version naturally but i'm hearing very good things about the series x and playstation 5 version of the game where it is legitimately beautiful in some areas so sonic and sega may surprise people next week i've heard good things about the audio as well oh mm-hmm Okay. Well, Sonic always has like a, music and everything, and you know S plus like oh, okay. music okay. and all that. I, I, uh, I, I saw the Switch version that was running, and it it looked. I will say it looked it looked like it was running better than I was expecting. So I got to give him credit there because in one of the interviews they were asked two or three times, "This really runs on the Switch? Are you sure?" So yeah, it runs. I mean, that's the unpatched version now because people have it early. I, I, any patches that could go day one aren't there yet. So, yeah, could even run better or look better than who knows. Or who knows? I mean, the patch could also break it. It's Sega. I don't count them out. <laughs> I want to recognize Noah Pancretz for becoming a member. Thank you, Noah. So Sonic 4 or Sonic 4, Sonic uh, Frontiers coming out Tuesday. Yep. Yep, getting it day one. I'm on it. I pre-ordered. That's, I'm, I'm getting it day one. It comes day out the day one before... God of yep. War. Yeah. Oh, boy. Sonic, Sonic, come on. Big, big week. And we've got, we got Halo this week as well. Is that coming? Halo is this week, the 8th. The, the, the update gets pushed for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No thanks. There's a lot going on this week. Yeah, a lot of things happening. A lot of things happening. Well, I'm sure we'll talk more about Sonic 4 or Sonic Frontiers next weekend. And we'll, we'll discuss our thoughts on it. Especially, Jordan. I got to know Jordan's thoughts on this one. I, You know me? I'm very looking forward to playing it. There's nothing else coming out that week that's going to take all my attention away involving Thor's hammer at all. Absolutely not. I'm Sonic if, all the way. If <laughs> Thor is in Sonic Frontiers. Oh. Whoa. Now, Whoa. See, now, now you're... Holy chess. Mm, I'm sweating yeah, thinking about that. You didn't, but, think, about you know. that. You didn't mm. think about Thor dropping in with Loki and Odin and all those fools fucking up sonic's day <laughs> got the bifrost and sonic frontiers you gotta cross that bridge finally evan we got discord <laughs> questions over there last one have you watched lord of the rings all the way through i'm guessing in one sitting is what he's referring no. to oh, in one sitting no in one no. sitting are you kidding you no. put the extended editions on you're there for like 14 hours i was gonna say i feel like that would take a, a long time yeah you have to have food on hand Dude, that oh man! Pee I feel like cup. they've done that. In, I feel like they've done that in movie theaters where they just have like all day they just play it back to back, back to back. I feel like that happens. Yeah, so I, th- I, I remember before what was it? Avengers Endgame. 
they did like a multiple day marathon where they would continuously with like n no breaks in between them just play every marvel movie leading up to it and you can come and go as much as you want like if you need to go home and sleep or shower or get food you could just shower drink that. <laughs> i thought that was ridiculous it's crazy this is from ross who says i'm finally thinking about getting elden ring i heard pc version of issues at launch is it better now would you pick pc or ps5 I played it on the PS5. It had frame hitches and all of this. The timing was a little weird, but I know the PC version, people were pretty annoyed because it had that on much more capable systems than the PS5, we'll say. Play it and finish it on the PS5. It's definitely pop in. There's definitely frame rate issues on occasion. Most of the time it runs pretty smooth, but the thing I really like about the PS5 version is the loading times are really, really good. Um, oh, yeah compared to the xbox version so i unless i mean if you've got a fast pc with a fast ssd i'd probably yeah. jump on the pc but if you don't um we have like a mid-spec pc i'd probably jump it on ps5 what game was that again Elden ring yeah messiah says will shadow show up in sonic frontiers i don't know he better it'd be awesome if he did <laughs> i mean the game does have good lighting so i'm sure shadows will be cast Mm. Oh, 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 oh. Neil says, what's the, what's the probability that the Switch Pro has exclusive games like the new 3DS but are offered through the cloud for first-gen Switches? There is no Switch Pro. Jesus. <laughs> you keep there saying is... that, OJ. I don't know what that means. Because there is no Switch Pro. Because it's We've been talked three about years the now. Switch Pro since the Switch because came out. What do you mean there's now, no you Switch got, Pro? You got weirdos still out here saying Switch Pro. You even got what you want for three years. Three years people have been saying Switch Pro. There's been nothing. It's been longer than three years. We waited three five. Years. We waited five for Bayonetta. That's we that's. Waited. It was announced. The Switch Pro was not announced. Met, <laughs> Met, Metroid Prime as well. I mean, when was that coming? That was a PNG. Someday. <laughs> that was a nice PNG. True. Chris says, hi, everyone. Another excellent show. As always, I would like to buy the 8-Bit Ultimate Controller, and I was curious if it has NFC, too. Thanks. It does not. It does not have NFC. So uh, you would have to use your, I mean, the Joy-Con controllers that you probably already have on your Switch now would, would be used for NFC then. So that's I, I used to point that out a lot in controllers because there was like two that did NFC, but I kind of feel like most third-party uh most party most third party manufacturers decide not to do it because they realize most people have joy cons anyway so it's like that's a feature they could save money on and hopefully put it somewhere else in the controller but i will say the apidel ultimate controller very very good controller chief says for the for the panel what is your prediction for the metacritic score for callisto protocol i feel 90. like it's the only game left that could hit a 90 i think it's a 90 i wouldn't be shocked if it, hit, I, it the problem is i know horror games tend to can, can score a little lower. Huh? Hmm. 80s for me. Like 80, I, I think it's going to get an 88. I was thinking 87, 86, 87 as well. For that. It's going to get 90 and it's going to walk in and it's going to be like, what now? I'm a 90. Yeah. And then Dead Space Remake Let's comes go. out right after and you're like, Callisto who? <laughs> Ooh. Actually, which one will be higher, Callisto or the remake? Callisto. Ooh. I don't know. Oh, that's a good space question. Re remake. Ooh. Name remake. Brand recognition. I'm going with that. So we remake. don't know how if how it's going to potentially like revolutionize the genre. So mm -hmm. protocol which, can do that and redefine the genre. It could potentially score higher than remake. Which but, game you know, has Glenn? Game. Which game has Glenn Schofield? That's the which mob game, boss, right? 
<laughs> that the mob, yeah, that guy's is, uh, pretty cool. He might get like a couple points just on that guy alone. Callisto's got it. But which uh, okay, game is Dead Space? Which what? Which, which game, game is Dead Space? Which, which game, game is Dead Space? Yeah. Callisto Protocol. <laughs> which one has Sonic in it? Let me know. Banana says PS4 version on PS5 is better than the PS5 version of Elden Ring. That's the best way to play it, as is locked 60. Yeah, it's a weird situation. I I I know what Banana's I, talking I about. I did there. play a lot of Elden Ring on the PS4 on PS, and it, it's true. I don't know what the updates though. I don't know how it is right now, but I know at launch, yes. I don't know about now though. No, I don't think the, the loading times were not as good though. They haven't fixed it. Yeah, they haven't. Okay, yeah, they still haven't fixed it. I haven't played it in a in a hot minute. Uh, so, RJ says everyone save and get a PC. You won't go back. I would say PC is becoming a bit more affordable now because prices on cards and elect and all electronic stuff are starting to come down so uh, if you've been saving might be a good time to start looking around soon i got a pc still play consoles there you go <laughs> i do want to talk about something else that was brought up here and i want to bring it up because i i know we talked about this before and i feel like we got kind of kind of roasted for this had to do with Xbox. Oh yeah. We feel oh, yeah. oh no, no. Phil's our our uninvited special guest tonight, okay? Because he actually agreed with us on this. He did. Because a while ago, do you remember we talked about Xbox and we talked about their output and their future output and it was a whole thing because there were code names and all kinds of stuff in the pipeline for him. And we were like, I, I don't know about this one. It, it seems like this isn't gonna be a great year for him. And then I think the next week, Starfield got delayed and Redfall got delayed <laughs> right away because we, we were completely we were completely savaged in the comments too. By the way, we did, but yeah, it was ugly. Were as Sony ponies and all sorts of stuff. So yeah, I've never been called names in the comment section. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so, so nice to us, Phil mm -hmm. Spencer. <laughs> Good, good uh, friend of the show, obviously, Phil Spencer, said, actually mentioned this and agreed with us. He said it's been too long since Xbox's last big first party game, which really was it? Was it Halo? It's either Forza or Halo. Is that right? Yeah. Either yeah. Forza or Halo. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's when he's this is what he said is quote one thing we've definitely heard loud and clear is it's been too long since we've shipped what people would say is a big first party game we can have our excuses with COVID and other things but in the end i know people invest in our platform and they want to have great games we're excited about 2023 and we've talked about games that are coming those games are tracking well and we're out of what COVID did to the production schedule as an industry we have fewer games this holiday than we've had in a while when you just think about the launches call of duty god of war nintendo had a good year all of this and saying but in general i would say we've been a little light but i look at 2023 and there's a great lineup of games and they have a lot more work to do when it comes to pc and mostly responding to the question of when are you guys going to release a game? <laughs> That's basically what it started with and what's going on this year for him. So it, if it has been, I have to look because I know Halo dropped originally as a the beta and then we got the campaign. So I would, I mean, I kind of counted on the official release, right? Yeah. That was in December. Yeah. So it, it went Forza, so then Forza, Halo. Then Halo, yeah. Uh, after the, and he specifically mentioned big Xbox games, Nate. I know what you're about to mention. 
What? So Microsoft hasn't released any game this year. Oh, I thought you were going to say Pentiment. Um, I was going to say for the rest well, of this not year. Out yet, so it would still. Or grounded. Comment. And it's yeah, been out for like two years. Release. It grounded like came out of beta, right? Is is the thing. So it, uh, it, but I mean, this is, we, we already talked about this at length a while ago and it was, it was weird timing because we did talk about it and we kind of, we were kind of mentioning Starfield a bit and then it just got delayed out of nowhere. So it's uh Redfall and Starfield. Let's just, let's, let's, I, I know Pentiment could be a good game. I get it, but it's certainly not a Starfield or something is what I'm trying to get at here. So going into next year, Starfield is their big title that they're obviously putting up on the pedestal is like, this is what you'd want to be in Game Pass or ecosystem for. I mean, is that coming out first half of next year or this thing? I think this could be a holiday game next year. Yep. If it falls to holiday, then they have to delay it again because the official window is first half of 2023. Okay. So and right now we'd be a week from release. So if they delay it again, then I don't see how they ever actually thought they were making november 11th when whoa, whoa, whoa. when did they say first half of 2023 when they delayed it they said early 20 they said first half 2023 was okay. the new target window okay so if they do first half we would assume redfall would be there starfield would be there and then forza would be there mm -hmm. those would be their three games to for the first six months of next year so they have released every two months and then maybe some other smaller ones drop in or something like a, like a pentiment something like that that would be actually a really good way to start the year. And I would say, all right, now they're kind of on track. And that's that's what I've been thinking. We gave them a hard time before for 2022 because they're, they are legitimately going to go the entire calendar year without releasing a big game. While Sony and Nintendo are releasing games. And that's, that's the thing that's kind of confusing and tripping people up with that. So 2023 is when I think Xbox gets moving. I, I feel like Starfield, Redfall... For it, so it would be a good way to start the year. And then, I mean, maybe they have something like Hellblade 2 for the second half. I don't, I don't know why the chat's getting so annoyed at us because they, they think that, you know, we're shitting on Microsoft. Dude, the reality is they released nothing this year. And I don't know if that if that makes you unhappy to hear us say that, but that's that's the reality of the situation. They will improve next year. That's what we're talking about. We're not we're not saying that, you know, we, we love Sony and we hate Microsoft. We're just saying that if you look at the, the, the numbers this year, they didn't do anything. That's that's that. And I understand this. It's, like, it's just they man. had a they didn't release games. There's companies that release first party games. There's companies that didn't. Trust me, if Sony or Nintendo didn't have any big first party games, like release first party, if it was all just third party, we'd all be saying the same thing. Yep. You know, good and well, Nintendo fans would be saying, where the hell? People are saying, where's my first party games? Even when Nintendo releases first party games. Same thing with Sony. Sony didn't release Gran Turismo. We said in the last half of last year, what did we say? Sony doesn't have any first party games. We, we all said that on the same. We said, what was their big game? Call of Duty? The Vanguard? We all said the same thing. So I, I don't go ahead. I don't understand this. They, they don't have any big I played, first party games. It's I not an opinion. It's, more. it's a fact. If anything, I play my Xbox more than the PlayStation. Yeah, I mean, we're playing Call of Duty right now on a... I watch Netflix machine. on there. It's yeah. it's great. <laughs> and I'm going to play what have I played on there? I I don't know what like I I got Game a bunch Pass of Xbox and... but but it's great but they're not releasing first party like big first party games. That they showed us a bunch of first party games. Like look at all these games. 
And then the, none of those games have really came out outside of 2021. They had a solid year, um, but there hasn't been much like the Perfect Dark and the Fable and Hellblade and all these cool games that everyone's waiting for. We're still waiting for them. So we just, yo, they didn't have anything. It's not that it sucks. We all have an Xbox Series X here. I think some of you guys even have an S too, right? I got, I got an S. I love the S. Yeah. So we all have the freaking system and we all played Xbox back in the day. We all have, we all played Halo back in the day. Most of us. So it's, there's no Xbox hate. Like I, I just, they don't have any first party games, man. Like that's it. This is going to be repeated next year when Sony has the potential of not having a major release in the first half of 2023. Yeah. Right now now, Sony has not announced a single game for 2023 officially. We assume Spider-Man 2 or Wolverine will make next year, but officially Sony has not dated a game for 2023. Yeah, we said that. So when the conversation comes up for next year and let's say Sony releases nothing between Mm -hmm. January and June and in May. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Horizon Call of the Mountains coming out in February. Yes, because everyone's going to consider a PSVR to be a major release. It is. People are going to say, oh, look, you hate Sony. (laughs) Facts are facts. Microsoft didn't bring a major software release this year. We knew this was the case during the summer. Microsoft basically had detailed 2022 as their punt year. They were banking on Starfield. The minute that got delayed alongside Redfall, they knew this calendar year was, we just have to survive. Sony came out with Horizon, Gran Turismo, God of War, and they did their thing. Nintendo did theirs. Microsoft is just in a very awkward position. They detailed a roadmap and they just not had, they haven't made any headway to these points yet. 2023 seems to be the year that they're finally going to make progress. We're going to see some of these titles come out. Hopefully, you know, Starfield is the first half of next year and we don't see it get delayed deeper into 2023. Microsoft has a lot of good stuff in the pipeline. It's just always been a question of when is it going to be delivered? Ideally, they kick off next year strong and we see a continuous flow of promising software. Now, next year, we're going to have the conversation about Sony. Is Sony going to have a reliable line of software for the PS5? We don't know. We can look at the studios that have already put out software for PS5. It's a lot of Sony's big studios. Sucker Punch... It's very unlikely they're going to have Ghost of Tsushima 2 ready for next year. Mm -hmm. Insomniac has the potential of having one of their games ready for next year. Sony Santa Monica, it's very unlikely we we get Corey's game in 2023. Mm -hmm. No. So next year could be a slow year for Sony. And if that is the case, we will bring it up. This idea that you can critique one console means you hate it and you love the other is just an absolute asinine suggestion i mean i play my xbox series x all the time i'm playing plague tale on it right now does that mean i hate my ps5 mm-hmm. no yes oh. i mean clearly, yes, it I, does. apparently because i'm not going to get ragnarok no, it means i hate we, the ps5 we mentioned mm-hmm. sony didn't have a first party game for the second half of the year last year we mentioned mm-hmm. that that was mentioned multiple times like hey they don't have anything in 2021 where microsoft did have some stuff um so it'll be mentioned i mean if they don't have first party but that's the cool thing about you know microsoft was able to survive because they have a bunch of like they have backwards compatibility and they have a lot of good functionality with their system and they have third party support so if you're enjoying those games that's cool but phil spencer said it himself so 
Yeah, I didn't say it. Phil said it. Don't we make? Yeah, are you guys gonna get upset at Phil Spencer for saying that too? About it's been too long since the first party game. Like, I don't think anybody's getting upset about him saying that. So yeah, and Phil recognizes this isn't a situation they want to be in. It's just unfortunate the reality that the development scheduling has had them fall into. And as his role within the company, he's doing what he has to to deliver content on his platform. Game Pass is the leverage they've been using. They've been securing deals to make it an enticing platform for you know gamers yep i i I said i think 2023 microsoft gets moving and uh we had we had some other interesting piece of news with microsoft it does have me asking some questions about what they're what they'd be doing right now if they weren't locked up in this activision deal currently because we got a report from jason schreier that well one a, a new deus ex game is in very very early development at idos mantra i assume they like got the whiteboard out and they're just writing some stuff down now, but apparently that's, I guess, been greenlit. So yeah, in 2026 or something, we could have a new Deus Ex yeah, game. Was, but, wasn't, wasn't there an interview where the focus of it was going to be on being like a kind of cyberpunk competitor or equivalent? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they wanted to basically do what they couldn't with cyberpunk, essentially. Yeah. At least that was the, that was the quote that was re- reportedly out there. We'll, we'll see what rumors. they can do with that. But the other thing that was kind of interesting is apparently they are assisting Playground with Fable, which we already know that Crystal Dynamics is helping with Perfect Dark. And now they have Embracer Group essentially contracting out part of Eidos Montreal, I assume, to co-develop Fable, which... It makes me because of how close they are getting with Embracer and uh, some of these acquisitions they just had. It does make me wonder if there would be more movement when it comes to, I don't say purchasing outright. Like if they weren't locked up in this, would they have been the ones to buy those studios from Square? Potentially, because it it kind of feels like they were like, well, we can't do this, but we could contract them out. We could do that because it's all of a sudden they're using quite a bit of that acquisition that Embracer made, which. I guess Embracer's fine with it because they're getting money. They're going to check for it. So, all right, they find something for these studios to do while they're also apparently. So Eidos Montreal working on a new intellectual property, early stages of Deus Ex and helping with Fable. A lot on their plate. That's a lot. That's a lot going on there, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know what to make of that because now I am curious about, about Fable and like, I, I assume they're running the support role and they're just basically getting helping to get stuff done as developers just kind of coming in to get stuff to the finish line. Cause that's fable is one that I'm very curious about with Microsoft right now. Maybe out of all the stuff they're working on next to perfect dark is how will playground be able to create something that's not a racing game in a large world like that. Also fable kind of needs a win with that one. I want Fable no. to be. I want Fable to be good, man. I really want it to be good. I I, I hope it is. Yeah, they need. Too. They want. They need to show it next year. I'm not saying that they need to release it because it's probably not coming out next year. But they they need to show us what Fable's all about next year. Yeah, it, it would be good to at least get a look at it so that we can start to put like maybe a timetable together for when it could be releasing. Because it's a, uh, it's 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 a it's an interesting one. Hmm. All right, we also had uh, we also had footage of Kojima's unannounced overdose game leak. Like it's it's footage of it, but it's really weird footage. 
it's it's somebody recording a screen that was recording another screen in the dark with a reflection yeah it's very weird stuff and naked or something yeah, like That's a shirt. When I saw this, a naked yeah. man leaks Kojima's new game. <laughs> yeah, like who was it's that? E this is either another weird marketing attempt is from it? Kojima. <laughs> that <laughs> would be wild. This is, or this is who the leakers really look like. The real game <laughs> was the naked man stuff. all along. <gasps> wow. These, the, 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 it's, that's it's that's the from Metal Gear Solid Two. That's the thing that Kojima will never live down because he also talked about the abandoned situation like he addressed it and it was basically yeah i know i kind of did something like this with metal gear solid 5 but i'm not going to do it again and even though this game's leaking people are still like is he doing it again <laughs> so he's he's never going to live that down it'll always follow him it seems but i have no idea what i'm looking at with this overdose game and that's i don't know it's probably part of it of it is it's going to be one of those weird death stranding like games again it, I mean, it looks like they have the, the same actress from uh, from Death Stranding, I guess, who will play a different part of it. But this is so this is going to be Microsoft's game. Is that is that what people are assuming? Overdose yes. is Microsoft's game. Yeah, that's right. Wait, I thought we were just talking about game. Xbox not having games. I'm confused, guys. Make up your mind. Does Xbox have games or not? Well, they have a very oh. long way away. Oh, yeah, man. that's why it's weird that footage is getting out there. That's why I was a little surprised. So I, I don't know where this is from, and maybe it's just an early build of the game and they're just kind of showing it off. Concept of it, because I thought this was going to lead into them showing something at the Game Awards. Since that's right around the corner and we see Jeff show up on his podcast and a lot of talk back and forth about different things, someone's like they're leading up to him showing a game which could be set apparently he's working on a game for sony and microsoft at the same time so mm -hmm. death stranding 2 yes yes go. let's go maybe he shows death stranding 2 at uh at the game awards if overdose is that far off i mean they announced the kojima microsoft partnership back in june and they just said yeah we're working on a thing together bye yeah. Yeah, I, that's I figured it was gonna be a long time before we see whatever that cloud game is, basically. Uh, so this would be more in line with, hey, here's the next narrative driven experience for Death Stranding's universe. OK, that would make more sense. Also, the Keeley's trying to hype up his stuff as like it's the Oscars or something. So I could see a trailer like that fitting in. Uh, the Game Awards Game Awards is right around the corner. I, I keep forgetting we're legitimately less than two months away from the end of the year i think, I think the nominations are in like two weeks right yeah this month of course well, they are yep. Yep. should be soon i mean at this point what was the cutoff isn't the cutoff like next week or something i think yep. so the end of next week so is sonic frontiers the only other game that could get in oh Over. it's getting in that's coming up i'm trying to think i'm like i'm looking at this that that might be it yeah, Callisto is going to make it right. Distributed early. Callisto won't make it. An either. outlet could technically still nominate, even if the release is after the cutoff. Mm, okay. okay. But the, the idea is most likely not enough wood to get it in. Yeah. Okay. Much. Got it. All right. Well, that's interesting. That'll be a fun week to see how that goes, just to see what gets in there. Hey, Xenoblade gets some redemption. All right. Nope. That'd be good. <laughs> Twitter's <laughs> Revenge will be in there. 
Shredder's Revenge could be in there. Ooh, a lot of a lot of questions. A lot of questions. I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, Callisto Protocol MVG could be like the, the the viewer's choice or something. Remember that bracket system that they go through? Technically, yeah. that could be in there. I mean, if it's really really good, then. Well, what yeah. day does Callisto come out? December second. Second. So it comes out a week before the show. Yeah, it, it's before yeah. the show. I know that. So it it that's why I was thinking it could make its way in like to that to the the fan voting system hmm okay i guess we'll see i guess we'll see and finally we did have square enix announcing their game symbiogenesis parasite ave nft version nft game nice how did this happen (laughs) you guys hyping it up that's how it happened how did this happen (laughs) What's wrong with you? What's wrong with Square? I didn't hype it up. I never said it was Parasite. This could be. Come on, where's Max at? I'm gonna call Max. Like Max, why'd you hype this up as Parasite? Because people read the definition of the word and they're like, I I know, I know better. I I know Parasite Eve. The source code was rumored to be lost, and if they were gonna remake that game, that would be a serious commitment. Why couldn't it have been fourth birthday MVG? Oh, fourth birthday, third birthday. Who wants that? Equal to third birthday. D- do you want that? No. So I was. Maybe they have a. Des- <laughs> they have a description up for this game. And I'm a little confused as to what this even is. Don't they say like defeat things with art it's, you collect? The art collected by players mm-hmm. can be used. First off, it's 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 an interactive story in a dedicated community. We'll see about that. It's a first digital collectible art project designed from the ground up for Web3 fans. And they say that the art collected by players can be used as a character in a story that takes place in an alternate world where the player can untangle a mystery by completing missions that revolve around questions of the monopolization and distribution of resources. Wow, that sounds really fun. Which, which was the whole reason everyone was like blockchain currency is going to be great because that's oh. was what was supposed to happen. Also, the game is most likely going to be free to play and they are going to be selling Symbiogenesis NFTs in spring 2023. So, yes, yeah, Square is officially selling something that would be NFT gamification. Well, you know, Square was having a nice run, so they were about <laughs> to screw it up. They had to do like, something to break the streak. I am. It's so strange. I Is this? I, I don't get it. It's weird that Square is like we we got to get in on that. Can't we can't Japan can't sustain us anymore. We got to kind of get on the NFT train right now. I don't I don't I don't know. Both digital certificate of authenticity and digital version of the figure are managed by blockchain technology known as NFTs. It's pretty easy to ignore. I assume this is going to go the same course as uh as, as Ubisoft. Remember they did that with, with what, Ghost Recon or something? The only thing that Square could do that, one, it would really annoy people, but two, it would probably work to bring some people in, is if they just said, all right, Final Fantasy characters are in here. That's it. Because they already did like a, like a figure you can get that comes with an NFT, the cloud one. So I bet you they just start throwing that kind of stuff in there and they're like, there you go, cloud. Did you give us 40 bucks for the NFT? That's what happened to Square. It's they fell off. Big mistake they made. <laughs> what happened to them? They're, they're, they're about to drop Tactics Ogre. Yeah, I know. Crisis Core. I know. They just got it. They they just yeah, let us get away with this. We we did all this other stuff for you. Yeah, they were like, we've done a lot of good lately. 
kind of mess it up. <laughs> whatever this thing is, just ignore it and we'll ignore it. And we'll move uh... on to Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, and we'll all be happy together again. If you maybe, say so. Maybe not. Sure. Uh, all right, let's... Uh... I guess we're finishing up now. I think those are all the topics. There was one that, Nate, maybe you can speak on this real quick because this popped up, but I was like, I'll throw it in at the end. Uh, but we had a job listing from the Pokemon development team mentioning next-gen hardware. Pokemon? Yeah, it just says next-gen hardware for like research and development, and they want people who are familiar with Unity and Unreal Engine. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's for creatures, so... Is there the possibility that they're gearing up to begin to do model transfer to newer hardware beyond, you know, beyond? The I would Switch? hope so. Yeah, but that 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 can be a project that you know is two, three years. years in advance. It's nothing that has to be in the immediate. It's fine if you want to look at it, speculate of what it could mean, but very rarely do these job listings actually indicate something that is, you know, coming around the corner and. The mention of Unity and Unreal is standard. It's always mentioned by them when they're hiring new applicants. So there's right. nothing to look to there and you know start assuming the next Pokemon game is going to be on Unreal Engine 5 or anything like that. Okay, there you have it. Let's go around here. Let me go to Jordan Fringe. Jordan, where can everyone find you? You can find me on my YouTube channels, Jordan Fringe or Jordan Fringe Gaming. I have a bunch of content coming out. Uh, Fringe Mist is right around the corner. It's 25 days of content on the main channel. Um, and yeah, we're uh, we're less than 10,000 away from 400,000. So thank you guys Damn, for man. All, the, uh, uh, all the support. I man. greatly appreciate it. PewDiePie's next. Let's go. <laughs> uh, and I want to also go through some of these super chats as we're finishing up here. Hondo says, have you played Grounded since 1.0? That's a first-party release that is going pretty well. I did. No. I tried. Nate, no one wanted to play with me. You Nate wouldn't play with me. never asked anyone to play. You still <laughs> haven't asked anyone to he play. He asked me. I said no. Nobody <laughs> came out. Weren't people playing Grounded last year? Yeah, it's it's been in beta. This has been early access for a while, and I don't care, bro. It's the game we put. I know it's better, but play a game. He's like, let's play Halo. Like, let's play Grounded. He's like, no. Uh, this is uh, Yum Yum says I just noticed with zero RGT this episode has no screaming oh thank yeah god. thank god Sham says my uh, brother picked up a play date from my local goodwill last week for eight bucks what's everyone's best bargain find whoa what that's a find uh, I found like we used to find stuff at Goodwill all the time back in the day. It's just it's not a reality anymore because they sell all their stuff online now. Yeah, now they check eBay prior. Like. Yeah, they do. They've been giving stuff away for so long. They're like, no more. I mean, I found like some pretty rare stuff at Goodwill. I found like fire emblems there. For, I remember I found a fire emblem on the Wii, like mint condition at one point. I never found really anything cool. good like, at a Goodwill. We, we, really? In our area, we found was like a PlayStation One for five bucks, and I bought find it. Super Nintendo there all in the our time. area. We had a couple people who had a route they took every day through all the Goodwills, and we had one guy come in and he had an inbox uh, Pikachu edition N sixty four. It's just like I got this for like twenty bucks. It's like cool. <laughs> this is from Banana, who says, "I'm so tired, boys. I just want Sony to give me a Bloodborne remaster. Why don't they love?" Oh, it gives to them. What do they love? Money. Uh, yeah. Banana says Dreamcast guy takes another L. 
What did he do now? What did happen? Yeah. He's not even yeah, here. I was going to say. <laughs> People are always upset about something. Banana that says also NFT Doom is better screenshot picks. Uh, Daniel says, what's up, guys? Love all, you, love all of you and love what you'll do. Also say hi to my wife, Maribeth. I'm getting her in the gaming. Hello. She's, hi, Maribeth. Hello, she's Maribeth. almost done with Eastward. Oh, good game. Good game. First game she'll finish. Very nice. That, that's a good game to get started with. Shout out to Maribeth. And let me go over here to MVG. Where can everyone find you? You can find me on Twitter at Modern Vintage G and on YouTube, Modern Vintage Gamer. I'm doing YouTube shorts now, so check out my shorts. I've done three Let's of them this go. week. Look I'm, at my I'm shorts. I'm addicted to them. I like them. And I have a regular Monday video coming out, so um, the shorts aren't replacing the regular videos. So yeah, The shorts are fun. They're fun to make. They're fun to put together. Oh, yeah. they're, mm -hmm. they're fast. <laughs> they're easy but to there's make. Like, there is some stuff that you don't really... You're like, I don't know if I, this will be an entire video necessarily, but it fits yeah. into that 60-second shorts format for fun. Or if you mm -hmm. just want to get something out, like let's say you want to talk about something, but you don't have time to go through like Persona 5 Royal for me. Like I got so many other games that I'm playing, but I'm still playing a little bit on Switch, but I haven't captured the footage. So just put out a video about Persona 5 Royal real quick. Be like, okay, cool. You know, shorts. There you go. There you go. Very good. Let me go. OJ, where can everyone find you? Yeah, find me right here on YouTube. I got some cool content. Talk about Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom tomorrow. Got some cool RPG content coming up as well. Some reviews. Uh, Sifu for the Switch, playing that, so you can kind of see how that is. Um, so I'll have that soon. I think it's on Tuesday. And yeah, I got some YouTube short stuff, so check out that. Talk about Persona 5 uh, Royals, some Switch content, other RPG content as well. So if you like Nintendo and RPGs, uh, Final Fantasy and all that, check out the channel. Uh, I see. <laughs> Yoko says, don't forget Craigslist. I just bought my two silver GPASP with Easy Flash and Charger and a Pokemon Crystal Game Boy for 20. Everything works. That hey, shout out to Yon. That's a good deal. If if no one is aware, I we posted this on the Spawncast Clips channel. It's back now. Uh what we did was we put Sean's reaction to the McRib on there. If you want to see a short, go watch it because it's hilarious. It's like eight seconds and it's him basically losing it in a good way to the mcgriff <laughs> finally content that's what that was if, if you're curious what yeah, what exactly sean, just happened yeah sean having a lot of pleasure from a mcrib play one uh, more time now i forget where i even left off i oh, got you right did i get you right <laughs> yeah, you got me we're good. okay okay nate where can we find you <laughs> You can find me on YouTube at Nate the Hate. MVG and myself have a podcast up right now talking about why video game boycotts are a joke. And you can mm. find out why they're a joke when you listen. Hmm. Let me go over to uh, to Evan. Oh, you can find me on Twitter, Camerax Project, if I'm doing anything. I'll usually post up there. I'm putting anything out. I don't have shorts yet, but maybe one day. Yeah, you're okay, one of the jeans guy. I'll yeah. drop a... I'll drop a link for it right here. If you just want to see Sean's eight second reaction of ecstasy to a McRib that he found. He's a big McRib guy. So there you go. You can go. Big McRib guy. You can go check it out there. Let's see. I think I got everyone right. We're good. Now, Nate? <laughs> Gosh. Uh, let me just let me double check Streamlabs to make sure I didn't miss. I don't I don't want to miss anyone on there. So feel free to, I guess. Play that again if you have to. <laughs> that could be that could be a ringtone, or it is short enough to also be a text message reminder or alert. Try it to muffle, work. try to muffle it a little so it sounds like it's a person hiding in your pocket. That'd be great. It'd work. 
If you were at the gym, you're lifting, all of a sudden you heard that go off the background, <laughs> what would you do? Con uh, continue lifting, travel forward. Ricky, Ricky, uh, Ricky says, Steam Deck is finally in stock in my area, but my girlfriend bought me a 1X Player Mini as a surprise birthday gift. I'm super grateful, but I cry and control 23 FPS waiting for Steam Deck 2, I guess. And then Edwin says, the Mets own New York. Not this year, they didn't. And then uh, T. Joe says, which do you like more, Modern Warfare 2 or Modern Warfare 2? And why is Modern Warfare 2 better than Modern Warfare 2? I like Modern Warfare 2. I like Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> Banana just says, oh, my God. Yeah, hey, it's, a, it's a good video. Check it out. It's funny. I think that is everything, though. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for Spawncast Night. Next weekend should be a lot of fun with Sonic Frontiers and God of War having come out and then whatever else happens. So we will uh, we'll catch you guys next weekend. Think for authority. Question yourself. <laughs>